1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another brand new live episode of Snowdown Backstage. This is Backstage, where you get all the information, all the honest feedback, all the honest reactions to stuff. We go back and forth about it, and I got a bevy of guests today, uh, and I'm excited to do and host this show today. Of course, can't do it alone. Ben uh, Bateman is out uh, for today, so he's handed the reins over to me today. And I have right alongside me, the king of swag himself, giving up for the drip, drip. What's up, Winston Marshall? How are you, man? Yo, Roka. What's good, baby? How you doing? Good. It's always good to see you. Got the big yeah. man behind your shoulder. Respect to him. His birthday yeah. over the weekend there, John schnepp uh, Shout out to him as well. Stay sweaty. Hey,
2: all day, baby. All day. Got to give that love to him for sure. And, and a belated birthday to Mr. Mark Riley. I'm sorry I didn't
1: a chance to talk to you yesterday brother
2: but happy birthday
1: yep same thing agreed mark riley birthday as well go and give at riley around a big birthday shout out there you know he's a member of the finstock exchange so i appreciate you know king of swag giving him a little bit of love even though it's in a rival faction you're looking forward to today man we got so many people we got roxy coming in in just a minute we got mark and sam levine the rundown boys of ace cabrera is coming on so many people coming on to the show to talk about the star wars tournament talk about the game ben goddard will be on in just a second as well talk about his match that he had uh with the pride taken on real Reject. so we're going to cover the bases all over the place and then winston and i are going to give a little bit of a schmodown preview i'm sorry, schmodown preview for the star wars tournament to tail uh to at the tail end of the show so so much to get to uh winston what do you say we just jump into it and bring our first guest on let's do it well first we got to introduce the man who's handling everything and that's ben goddard ben are you rolling in there yeah guys make sure you, uh, you got
3: plenty of uh people on today get your Streamlabs questions in right now guys i'll be reading them uh, periodically throughout the show but i know roxy's got a heart out so let's get to roxy
1: let's do it let's do it you're right but send in your stream send in your super chats you know that makes the show run that makes that keeps the lights on in this place but let's and do you know who's the brightest light in this place sometimes and that's roxy stride over there she is the manager of the Rockstars. stars look at those flowers I'm glad you got them, uh, and I sent them to you yesterday. No, no those, those look fantastic. No, that wasn't, that wasn't you. That was me. That was oh a no. Big no. They
4: didn't have a card, so I don't know who they came from. Uh, <laughs> oh, listen, I like that you Roka. This is what you said: the brightest light. Sometimes, well, you, you know, it depends on. give me the bright light. You gotta throw in the sometimes because it gets pretty dark in this place too. I get it.
1: I get it. <laughs> we're three months into coronavirus. You know how it is. It gets I dark in every room we're in. But Roxy, I'm so glad you took the time. I know you're busy. You got a million things going on. We brought you in because the Star Wars tournament is about to happen tomorrow. Exciting stuff. Josh Cavedo taking on Ace Cabrera. Your boy, Josh Cavedo. he couldn't come on. He's working double shifts. He's one of those frontline guys. So much respect to Josh. So talk to me about wh- how excited you are to see what he can do here against Ace Cabrera. What's your feeling going into this tournament?
4: It's always interesting when you have somebody who has no game tape, right? Mm. Because you kind of just have to take their word for things. Uh, Josh is living in Vegas. We have spent much of days on FaceTime and going through things and me sending him different links to watch and him reporting back to me. And from what I feel, we are about to more than dominate the entire tournament. I'm not just saying that. Uh, He. He seems like he's going to be I think I'm putting myself in a little bit of a predicament, honestly, because I think he is going to be uh, like the next Alex Damon level good. And that's going to be a challenging thing for the rock stars, but a good problem to have based on what I know from our conversations. But then again, I've, I've been asking him tons of questions. How do you do under the spotlight? I know it's different also than when you're on stage and when you're on a Twitch stream. So we're just trying to get him as prepped as we can. But the one thing that I'm not concerned about is his knowledge.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, I, I know I saw your video in response to Winston's video. You guys going a little bit of back and forth here. Very funny videos. I love the Billy D. Williams shout out. Love the relaxed way that Roxy uh, recorded her video. Um, what's the motivation here? I mean, I know you took an L in more ways than one in the last confrontation with Winston. Is there a little bit of revenge on your mind? And is Cavedo like, stepping up to the plate to carry the banner for the rock stars to get a little bit of revenge for you.
4: I mean, definitely, definitely. Who would have thought that I would have this rivalry with this drip, drip kid over here. Uh, <laughs> yes, Girl, yes. First of all, I'm older than you. Who are you calling the kid? <laughs> and, yeah. You know who all I'm right. calling a kid? Ace. You're such a sweet <laughs> little kid. You're sweet, <laughs> cute and sweet. Love that. Ace kid. Um, but yeah, you know, the L thing was rude. That was mad rude. And, I don't like it. I hate losing. I hate losing. True. And um, and I definitely don't like losing twice to the same person. So, yeah. you know, that's definitely motivating me. I feel I feel a little bad for Quevedo because of the pressure I'm putting on him under this situation, but like this is do or die time. We're coming after Swag really mm-hmm. hard right now and there is really no other option. We need the points, and we have to win.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Winston, I go to you on this one. You know, why you got to be so rude? Uh, this is uh, – you okay. You did your okay. video, of, uh, the Billy D. Williams video. You've kind of messed with the Schmodown gods a little bit, a little bit of the karma of the Schmodown by messing with Roxy, the brightest light in the Schmodown. And now, mm-hmm. what are you – what's going to ha- – like, how, are you worried here that uh, Corvado is going to wipe the floor with your boy Ace, who did not have a good showing himself in the IG against Robert Parker? Did, did Roxy slip you some money before this? Why the
2: brightest on the schmode like just you is riding the faction coattails right now. OK, look, here's the thing. First of all, there was no disrespect in the L thing. It was all in good natured fun. I've said this a million times. Wait, can you
4: see me rolling my eyes or can you not? I'm just curious <laughs> no, 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 I'm looking, human? I'm the
2: camera, so I can't. I, I I'm can you, sorry. Can you I'm see this? To really um, answer, present properly. I'll side too then. That's perfect. Thank you. Uh I I, you know, here's the thing. I've said this a million times. Black kid, like hanging out with other black kids, it's the dozens. You come at each other, you mess with each other. And that's what I did out of straight love because I got nothing but love for rocks. Like, I mean, I knew mm-hmm. she could take it. Like she's she's she calls herself Patriot Tough. She calls herself uh, Red Sox Tough. She could take it, so that's yeah. why I did it, and not not because I'm trying to be rude or nothing, but because it's listen. Good, good I fun.
4: I can take it once. I can't take it twice. That's why there's just no L in my future. I don't wow. even know you're gonna. You guys are gonna see a a teary eyed rocks if we can't take this. But I'm wow. really thinking. I I'm telling you based on the belief that I have in this guy. Yeah. We're a solid. I mean, well, and I and yeah, I, I, let me hear from
1: I, you, Winston. What do you think? What is what is lack of a better term? What is Ace's ace in the hole here against Covado, uh, uh in this matchup? You know, they're the first ones to start the tournament tomorrow, so there's a lot of pressure—not just being in the tournament and playing in the tournament, but being the first match of the tournament. Well,
2: there's two there's two things working in our favor here. I mean, the first, obviously, I took Ace to be my Star Wars player just because of all the good work he was doing on Jedi Council and whatnot. Like the kid knows his stuff.
1: I can Um, verify that.
2: The the second thing, honestly, that really does it is how badly he took it on the chin in his first ever Schmodown match. If y'all knew the conversations that me and Ace had and how much it's affected it, and I'm sure he'll talk about it more when he's on the show, Mm -hmm. you would understand that Ace is not just sitting here ready to just take it again. Ace is angry. He is angry. And it's not directed at Josh. It's unfortunate that Josh is the first person that we have to go up against but he, he has learned everything he needs to learn as far as how to play this game. And he is ready to show people that he is nothing more than a savage.
1: Yeah, well, I go to both managers with this question. What, uh, what different tactics have you used to prepare both of your players for this match? I, and I don't want you to give too much away, but what was your approach, Your both of your singular approach to your players because of the situation and the fact that they are starting this tournament?
4: For me, you know, first of all, we're playing in right now. So a lot of – there's pros and cons to that. The pros being that Winston and I both have the opportunity to get more points than any other person in this tournament because Mm -hmm. we've gotten an additional match, right? So that's pretty great. Um, And because Josh has been a fan of the league for so long but hasn't played a lot for me was about explaining – What's happening there? This is a play-in. What happens after this? Where we're going from here? Because again, the knowledge is solid. We've been talking more about strategy, what we do. I will say that Ace is a hard person to strategize against. He, of course, uh, uh, did not do very well in IG, but his strengths and weaknesses in Star Wars, going back and looking at tape of him talking about Star Wars which we have been doing and trying to figure out where his weaknesses lie he is somebody who's great with animation so Mm -hmm. that kind of takes one of the big categories out that a lot of people uh, is a weakness for him I think is a strength for him so just trying to figure out our opponent and also talking about the tech side of things I mean, the the biggest concern that Quevedo keeps having which is hysteric, you guys are going to adore this guy, Mm -hmm. he's ridiculous but (laughs) he he just keeps saying to me so how are we going to do this on twitch i'm Uh like that's the part that you don't have to you don't even need to know that he's like yeah but i like to know like the tech side of things what's it gonna look like i'm like i don't even care about that just answer the questions and you've got this so we've been talking a lot about strategy and how things are going to play out uh, on the twitch stream
1: i like it uh winston what are you all doing over there I mean, we we like to keep a lot of
2: stuff close to the chest, but one of of the things that I I will say that I really appreciate out of him is that we've gotten into a situation where, like, if I'm there kind of helping him out with stuff, he will rattle off things past what I asked him Mm -hmm. just to be like, well, it's also this, 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 and this, and it could be this, and it could be that. And I'm like, this is the type of stuff that, like, I know that this is where you're meant to shine. I'm, I'm realizing now that maybe that's my own misstep of just immediately throwing you IG and not thinking that maybe but let's be more specific here. That to see someone talk like that, I haven't seen someone talk specifically about a particular subject like this since I started talking to Sean Gerber about the MCU and joining swag. Yeah. So like I that's that's what gets me excited is the fact that without prompting. He is just like attacking every single thing. He's looking at his own weaknesses and attacking it. He's looking at his strengths and figuring what out what are those
4: weaknesses. Just curious. <laughs> um,
2: well, as a good manager know, would ask, yeah, mainly <laughs> just else, just wondering, mainly else. And 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 that's oh, the thing, he got a hefty, he got a hefty dose. It he got a hefty dose. There of it. Is. And so he went and he got his he got his EpiPen for that. So we good,
1: <laughs> cool. Oh, okay, so I, I know we got right, ro- we got to get you out, Roxy, in like three minutes. I got to ask you about this. Ah, uh, we got Mark Andriko coming up on the My show. Boy. He's going. He's going to address some of Jeff's comments here that a lot of the fans, me included, who uh, are as a Schmodown player, felt was a little denigrating towards Andriko. I know you oh. addressed this a little bit last week. Is there anything more to add to what you said last week about this situation?
4: My two boys. I mean, they're like brothers that that bicker. I'm obsessed with them and everything they say and do. And there's nothing that Draco can say on this stream that changes the fact that we are all super solid. We're solid. We know exactly where each other stand. We're on a group thread. We're nonstop back and forth. Uh, And Draco, he's smart. He's amazing. He understands that Snyder runs his mouth. Uh, That's part of the reason we love him. And he's odd. So, okay. yeah, I hope that Draco does it. I hope he does come on and he talks his truth and he airs it out. I think it's a good therapy for us right now to, yep. to explain you know when you're when your brother comes at you 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 kind of want to talk about it a little bit but now we're very solid and uh, the only the only issue we're having is that we're not playing okay and All and right. that sucks but yeah. other than that let them let them do their little bicker thing it's pretty cute.
1: okay I just, we'll find out I, oh sorry, go ahead Ben I just got a stream labs. Like
4: okay.
3: uh, I might just be popping in for Cause we have our guests like this one is just for Roxy. That's the only reason True. I'm here. Charlie Brown, Roxy, are you concerned that your faction uh, mate Alex Damon is potentially and probably helping out another uh, member from another faction, AKA oh. Molly. Have yeah. you discussed mm-hmm. this with them and how can it hurt your faction chances in this tournament?
1: Great question.
4: Totally. Uh, totally concerning there is zero things we can do about the fact that they live together are married and love star wars they've been training together for this for 20 years so i mean not not 20 but what they've been together a decade like this they he was helping her before we even knew that there was anything called the schmodown down they've been doing this forever so I thought that it would be a smarter choice for her to want to be on our team. But I think because she said to me, we talked about as a couple, we have this competitive nature. We want to go against each other. I know Alex, and I know that he's being smart about it. Can he stop her from studying in the house? Absolutely not. But is he going to be the one that pushes her? Uh, No, I think he's, I know he's team rock stars all the way. So uh, there's a certain level of it, but I'm okay with where we're at.
1: Yeah, I felt the same when Roxy was training Ben against me. I did not hold it against Roxy. That's just how it goes. These are these situations that jump in. Roxy, we got a, a quick super chat here. So now it's brothers that bicker, but with the exchange, it's communication issues talking out of both sides of your mouth, Rox. I don't uh, here.
4: Here's the thing. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth because literally there was no this when you guys we were all dying in a group tax because when you guys were all saying communication issues, Jeff was making a joke. We all were on a text thread. I called him before I let go of JTE because I'm not a moron. I would mm-hmm. never do what Tom did. So obviously, I called, I talked to both Andrako and Snyder as the ones who were closest with JTE. And I was like, hey, this is the move. This is what we have to do. Was Snyder stoked about it? Obviously not. That's his dude. Right. But there was nothing we could do. I asked Christian if out of town players were going to get any burn, and he said, probably not. So that okay. wasn't specific to JTE, but Snyder understood that that my hands were tied there. Um, mm-hmm. So there wasn't any communication issues. Snyder was just being a little bum hurt about it, which he's allowed to do. He's, yeah. allo- he's allowed to be like, mm, this is a bummer. But there was no miscommunication. I was very clear about what I was doing. So right. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. Tom makes moves and doesn't tell anybody.
1: Well, wow, there you go. All right, well, that's the lovely Roxy Stryer taking time here from her busy schedule to jump on. Thank you, Roxy. Much love to you. Follow her at Roxy Stryer, and good luck to you tomorrow with your match, Rox. There you go. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> i love it you know it's interesting winston we're gonna bring in our next guest mark and draco in just a second but what's interesting here to think about is it, whoever wins there's history here josh covato apparently ken knapsack unfollowed josh covato because they didn't like some of josh's comments so could this be a Uh, a a little more contentious match between them. Of course, Ace and uh, Kent Napsok, part of the schmoes, no way back when, uh, doing all this stuff together. This could be an issue. Uh, Both members of the Jedi Council, this is an inter-council feud almost if if Ace wins. So it's exciting either way for this play-in game to see
2: who's going to win absolutely i mean i can't think of something i enjoyed more than the scene where the council was actually yelling at each other about how they should proceed so this is to yeah. me that's what i'm trying to see is samuel L. and yoda just going at each other's throats so
1: yeah it'll be I'm, fun I'm, I'm
2: ready to see that
1: all right well let's bring on the mandroid himself he is mark and
5: what's going down my man not much how are you fellas doing
1: good thank it's good. always good to see
4: you, good yeah, to man, good. you
5: fellas. well thank you thank you got Can the place beard I'm sorry. You got the playoff beard going. I love it. It's good. Yeah. Yep. The only hair that grows on my skull is right here. So
2: <laughs> that's fair, man. I, I totally get it. I mean, it, it's always one or the other. So I got all of this, and then I'm out here looking like Patchy McGee. So I totally <laughs> understand what you're talking about. Just wait. When it starts leaving here, it goes everywhere else. <laughs> I would hope because the worst thing that could happen is this goes and then it's still Patchy McGee down here. That just does not look well. <laughs>
5: it, the, 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 the scarier like part ways. is the scarier part is him turning gray. You're like, wait, I got, I got some <laughs> of those. Like, you're like, wait, I just got these goddamn things. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Oh. That's it. whoever had whoever had drink go first. You, you have
6: win me on the bingo. <laughs> you win.
1: No, no cussing. No cussing. All right, so let's Gosh, get, darn. <laughs> let's get into it. Mark, it's always great to see you, man. I have such so much love for you, brother, and uh, I'm excited oh, to have thanks, you on man. the show. Of course, uh, let's talk about the two issues we just had your manager on. So let's address mm-hmm. that first issue here. You know, Jeff Snyder had some comments where he felt like you didn't kind of hold your end up in their tag team match recently. And he said he's got a a reputation to
5: uphold. So I want to give you the forum here to defend. Let's break that down. Yeah, please do. Please. First of all, me missing a Star Wars question and him getting mad at me for that is like me getting mad at him for not knowing that Orson Welles narrates history of the world part one. So if we want to talk about blank spots in each other's knowledge, we both have every every player in the game has them. Mm-hmm. And Jeff is a character that's Jeff's thing. Jeff is that guy. Jeff is Oscar the Grouch, and I think I'm probably somewhere between Snuffleupagus and maybe Big Bird. <laughs> so those are the roles we those are the roles we play. Um, you know, do I take it personally? No, because there's so much drama that we that we. Perform in this as mm-hmm. well, and it, you know, and it sort of exploits the emotion we feel because you wouldn't be in, engaged in it if, I, if you didn't really like this. Right, but uh, you know, Jeff is Jeff, and if Jeff wants to leave, you know what? I've I, I'm I've always said this about like when people like if you're in a relationship and someone cheats on you, if you don't want to be with me, break up with me. Don't mm-hmm. cheat on me. Don't lie to me because cheating is passive aggressive to get me to break up with you. I don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me, and this isn't about Jeff. This is just as a general rule. Right. That right. being said, I enjoy I enjoy playing with Jeff. I think we complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what his foibles are. He knows what mine are. Um, are we best friends? Do we hang out and paint each other's nails and do our hair at sleepovers? No, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Also, too, there are lots of other players out there that I would be that I would love the chance to partner with if this mm-hmm. didn't work out. So. But well, he said, to, yeah. to echo what Roxy said, this is a tempest in a teapot. This is more of a this is more of a ridiculous thing than Elba alba. It's just we're all locked up in our houses and need to create drama. So I get it. But it's like when I when I heard that, there was like, "What's the drama with you and Jeff?" I'm like, "What drama? Oh, oh, <laughs> that that po- the the podcasting." Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. Winston thoughts as I mean- a manager.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, first of all, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, what quarantine has done is we've lost all sense of time, space, relativity. Like, I know, did you, are you guys
5: are you guys ready for Christmas Eve tomorrow? <laughs>
2: no, no, real talk, real talk. I got a story about this. So I we were prepping for our show after the on in the Hood at two o'clock. Be sure to check that out, y'all. Oh but, Jesus! Uh, yeah. I literally sent a text to Jay, being like, "Hey, I got a fun story for you. We can uh, do a story about how today is National Send Nudes Day," only to realize that it was actually in April. Not now. So I completely <laughs> forgot that it would that we're in a whole nother month at this point. So nice. people
5: make stuff up to make things bigger than they are. I all love the time. that <laughs> is your tether to the calendar. <laughs> oh, of course, National Send Dudes Day, and that was a month ago. What was I thinking? Exactly. So that's the first thing. But the that's second the pole thing in is, the ground. I, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. The, the second thing is I feel
2: like if there is not a single couple, whether it be odd, like uh, you know intimate or whatever, that does not have. Their disagreements or their fights, or have things that bother them. And that doesn't mean that like stuff is on the ropes or anything else like that. I never felt like, honestly, even the exchange was at a point of self destruction. I was enjoying the drama. I, I I, of course, love watching fights, but that doesn't mean anything until you actually see something happen. You know what I'm saying? And just because, you know, Snyder said that does not mean that all of a sudden you guys are going to fall apart. But I love your analogy about. Cheating and, and talking smack like that is the passive-aggressive way of trying to get your partner to, to balance I think if yeah. that's really the case that maybe y'all will have a talk
5: about splitting up. But I think it's just growing pains It's what happens. You know, what we're not saying? going we're not going to we're not I'm, going to I mean, I, don't think so. I mean You know, here's a here's a, a, a personal life example okay. And my good thing my parents don't like this But you know huh. when I was when I was like 17 and my dad had his midlife crisis I was like to my mom. I'm like, ugh, Why are you just cut him loose? She's like, when you get married, it's for better or for worse. He's not cheating on me. He's not beating me. He's not beating you. He's not on drugs. He's going through a rough spot that we all go through. That's mm-hmm. what marriage is about. And that's what partnership is about. We are so, we are so ready as Americans to cut bait at the first time of, of strife. And you know what? Mm-hmm. The old, I wish, I wish I had half the knowledge I have now when I was Five years ago, because life. Yeah. because life is life, you know, life throws its own drama at you. I, I always say, and I've said this ad nauseum, so I apologize for the people that have heard it. If I'm creating drama, I'm getting paid to do it. I'm not doing it for free in my own life that's fair no. that's fair i mean we got we got this
1: comment here from barth Mc, garth mcmurray he says they are called the odd couple for a reason folks maybe pushing back on some of the drama that has popped up around the situation look i'm friends with jeff Snyder. i love that son of a b to to, to uh to uh to, to pieces but i know he can be cantankerous he can be the oscar <laughs> the grass he can be difficult being friends with him par for the course is either ignoring him peshawing him or pushing back on him. Yeah. When you heard his comments, did you reach out?
5: Did he reach out? Have you guys talked at all since he made these comments? Uh, we we chatted on 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 uh, tweet. We tweeted each other and uh, I M'd each other. But honestly, after I heard about this and I went and watched it, I was like, "Wow, that's a real stretch." He wasn't like saying, and Franco ruined me," and all this. Right. He was like, "He's like, yeah." Mark inst- answered, missed a couple of questions that were easy. You know what? We all have. So. Right. You know, it is well, what. To it be is. fair, so, he said a little bit more than that. He said that you didn't hold up
1: your 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 end of the bargain. You didn't carry your weight in the game. He didn't just say
5: you didn't answer some questions. If you just said that, there wouldn't be drama. That's that's just to be fair. That, that's yeah. that's what that translates to. That's what that is in Jeff. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, you've got <laughs> yeah. a Jeff glossary. Oh my bad. My bad. You, know, right. it's it's like it, you know, it's not like it's you know. Jeff is is buffalo wings with hot sauce. He is not a new. He is not a nuanced French souffle. Well, I those okay, were okay. Stains
2: on I, shirt. I, lo- it I love that. I love that analogy, but I hate it because what are we talking here? We talking about that standard buffalo that actually isn't spicy at all? Or are you talking like the? No, we're talking.
5: We're point. talking about that stuff on hot ones. The bomb. The stuff that oh, just ooh. that just isn't smoky and isn't hot with flavor. It's just abrasively hot. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I doesn't this see. get
5: on But doesn't this get on your nerves? I mean, because he essentially said
1: the reason they lost was because of you. And I'm not trying to cause division. I'm asking a legitimate question, sure, sure you know? Do you honestly,
6: feel like
5: honestly, you, you feel insulted could... by this. Like you you're a great player, Mark. You've been a champion. Do you feel insulted I, by it? I, I treat compliments and insults on the internet with equal weight. Okay. They don't pay any bills. They don't hurt me. They don't help me. They're nice to read. Some of the bad ones are fun to read, but in the mm-hmm. end I'm doing this because I like doing it with a group of people I enjoy. Uh, If it gets to a place where that sort of thing bothers me, I'm going to do something else because this primarily for me is a social and a fun thing. That doesn't mean I don't take it seriously. That doesn't mean I don't like competition. We've all seen me get mad. Absolutely. It it happens. It happens. That's that's because it comes from a place of loving this and wanting Mm -hmm. more people to enjoy it and share it. So Jeff playing that part is, is I know who Jeff is. And I, I, Jeff and I are friends, so I don't take any of it to heart. Anything that's said on these screens about the Schmodown on a Schmodown thing, you've got to put the asterisk next to it that it is. Yeah. There is the theatrics of Schmodown in it as well. Wow. Well there doesn't really, it doesn't I'm really a, it a, a pushover. If he said something that pissed me off, I would say it. Yes, just, I've
1: seen I, you do that.
5: Yes, <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just thought that was like you know, he that was more about him being. A character than it yeah. was about him going after me so no that yeah. makes All sense and I,
2: I gotta i gotta say man like it's that you're you're channeling a lot of phil jackson meets tom brady right now as far as like oh i didn't know no no not that not the cheating Try, not, not, not the cheating part but the okay. part of just like i mean you know we're just out here and like it is what it is i mean hate is going hate but you know we, we live in a life and yeah. uh, it is what it like it's very zen Slash, I'm already on top of the world, so I ain't worried about it. Of you, that's all I'm saying.
5: And and two, once we start playing for five, ten, twenty thousand dollar pots, then everything will change. This is this <laughs> yeah, is won't you know, it though? Won't it though? <laughs> you know, I, I I might have binders of movies that I don't like then. Mm-hmm. But but also too, that's not. I hope we don't go down that route. Or if we do, that it remains fun. Because ultimately, well, this yeah. is this is I since I've been quarantined, I have watched almost every single episode of Schmodown. Mm. And the one thing it reaffirmed was like, I'm a pretty good, consistent player. I know more of these than I thought I did. Yeah. So, and that's all I want to be. I don't want to suck. I would like to, I would like to get a singles. I actually, I don't even care about the belt. I want to, I would like to beat Bibiani. Yes. Um, beating Bateman is always fun because Ben and my relationship is sort of, what people think me and me and Jeff's relationship is, I adore Ben as a human being. We get along very well. I think he's a great guy. But in the context of the game, I want to knock the smug right off his face. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa, whoa! Easy. I talk about a change room now. Calm down. Calm down. He's not here to defend himself. Calm it down. Oh, oh <laughs> he'll, he'll be okay. I, I, he's, he's, he's not. He's not a fragile snowflake, and he knows it. He comes, comes from a place of work. Yeah, no, no, he can take it. It's true. In fact, mm. I joked, I would love, I would love to partner with him someday. Mm. I think we would be
1: a, gr- I think we would be a great team. By the same token, I'd love to partner with Snyder someday. So I'd love to face Andrako and, Draco and Bateman, and Snyder. You. Yeah, uh, of course, I, 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 I would love I, that I too. Have, see have, we what is in, have we ever played
5: each other? Have we ever pro- played each other in singles? We've only ever played each other on teams, right? Are you asking that seriously? The Charlie Chaplin one, the one you blew up like crazy about? Of course, we
1: played each other in singles.
5: Oh, that's right. John
1: <laughs> I remember it's that it was a, a good match it was a good match till the controversy we were having a good time together it was
5: good and we were both and we were both wrong which is hilarious oh no, well you, th- you say that I'm not going to agree the, with the, that, the, but splitting, I, I... the splitting of the that, we'll say this the question was vague enough that it left
2: sure yeah. Sure, I'll let you. Yeah, would one. you guys <laughs> like? Would you guys like me to walk away and grab you some brand? No, so no, 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 no. We do but this. That's what,
5: that's we do this all the time first. off camera.
1: Yeah, you
5: want to. You you know to play with. The, the, it shows that the rivalries on camera aren't necessarily rivalries off camera. Right, and you can separate things. You know, it's no. it, it's, it's it's. People need to realize that criticism and competition aren't personal
1: that's fair that's fair you know, are you sure. uh, let's uh we're about to we're hitting that one o'clock marks so we got to bring okay. ben back in here thank you mark stay with us man let me we got some uh stream labs yeah super I'm, chats I, I'm, coming I'm available so if, if you, you don't mind hanging out that, for a little bit ben can you come back in or uh are you off in the bathroom somewhere yeah there I'm he right is here. my yeah. man <laughs> Uh um, I've got
3: one but it's it's for the rundown boys right now. Okay, so uh, let's save that yeah, one. Yeah, so we we could save that one. But yeah, you guys are doing great. Like people in the chat are for sure loving this. So Okay. Uh Mark, what matches have you just been like just marathoning them or or have you just been watching specifically singles or teams?
5: Um I've been watching whatever pops up on my YouTube screen when I refresh and they're all on on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um I've got I got accidentally clicked on some the matches and it was like <laughs> No, no. <laughs> it is so difficult that league. You know, yeah. it, I, I will say this: I do softly agree with Jeff. Not on the intergeekdom Ooh, is in a. Here we go. No, I agree with the facet of geekdom. The, the The main part of the Schmodown is knowing. It's like it's like Trivial Pursuit or Jeopardy. It's knowing a little about a lot of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing about geekdom is, it's focusing on. It's still a wide berth, but it's not classics action crime sci-fi it's right this specific movie this specific frame of this specific reel of this specific second unit camera it's yeah. an entirely different skill set uh eric zipper is my roommate and i've been helping him with uh we I got we all moved in together yeah yeah and he's he's oh. a fucking delight i i and Wait, my second one stop it oh, on. <laughs> <Come>
1: on. <laughs> i apologize you want to stay on i'll keep you on but you can't keep cussing Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. You and Zipper
5: sharing the sweater. Keep going. Yes, uh, go uh, he, we've been. Uh, I've been helping him uh, <laughs> practice for intergeekdom with the big box of Smets questions, which oh. is like opening the Ark of the Covenant, and stuff is flying <laughs> out and me. You i know, like, I have no idea what any of this means. I see. Well, yeah, I can Interge- see Kalanowski clenching his fist right now. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Interge- intergeekdom is an entirely different skill set. It's. It is like the difference between doing doing film. They're similar, but they're different different muscles that are needed. I mean, sure. I would
2: even I would make the argument honestly because I do see people kind of go back and forth on it. And I know you're not you're not crapping on IG, but I feel like it's a difference between being like a not general not at pra- all, like a general practitioner and like a brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? It's that like the brain yeah. surgeon oh, obviously that's, has that's some, perfect. They have general knowledge, but they're very specific at what they do and how they do it. It doesn't mean that they couldn't do the general practitioner stuff, but they have trained and focused on one thing in particular, which is why I give honestly the most credence to the players that are able to do both. So I look at like the Kalinowski's of the world that's able to like hold his own Mm in IG and win a belt and then win a
1: tag team title like that's what to me is absolutely incredible. Well, let's jump into yeah. this. Ben, will you come back on the screen? Let's talk about your match here. By the way, for the people who are watching here, son of a B is not a cuss word. So please come on in, uh, Ben Goddard. And uh, let's if anyone talk about... was
5: offended, I apologize for That's my podcast. That's very problem, nice. Though. But this, this we I'll, just I'll had this match
1: here of... the Pride versus, I'm sorry, the Pride versus the Real Rejects uh, this tag team match, Ben, are you there? Goddard? Are you around? I don't know if you turn, maybe turned me down. So we'll see. But anyway, let's talk about this. Ben, if you hear this, come on in. Uh, this was an, an interesting match to say the least. You've got, you know, the, we are heels team with Ben Goddard and Rachel Silvestrini taking on the real rejects who would t- uh, kind of surprised some people and beat, uh, video drew and her new Tom, uh, in that matchup. Yeah. And, uh, in this matchup, they had everything go their way. They had a terror. Rachel had a terrible first round, uh, rachel and ben spun opponent's choice but they rachel and ben clawed their way to that victory over the real rejects who i know uh were trying to like really actually win some matches and get some more respect put back on their name Mm -hmm. what did you guys think of this match and again ben goddard if you're listening come into the stream all right go ahead what's up we were just talking about your match. About you, f- man. We just okay. we just promoted the match and how you and uh, you and Rachel clawed your way through. So uh, instead of talking, then let's talk to you real quick, Ben. How did you feel about this match overall? As the Pride, this was a tough match. This you know sometimes you got to get that W, however you can. Uh, yeah. But this one, a lot of things kind of went against you. As I said, Rachel didn't do so well in the first round. You guys spun uh, uh, opponent's choice, T- difficult situation, but you found your way through.
3: Yeah, like I, I mean granted it was not a pretty match at all like uh round one was uh was pretty rough uh round two getting opponent's choice like i've seen plenty of 80s movies i had not seen those and i, I thought we navigated it pretty well regardless of how like the end result because like especially the jeff bridges sports one like we're like i think it's baseball but let's go multiple choice because they might know it but i feel like even if we hadn't yeah and like the next sport you're gonna guess is football right like Regardless, like if you say baseball, the next sport, maybe they guess hockey, maybe, but the next, so they could have easily gotten that two point steal.
1: Um, What was the question? Uh, I can't. It was what sport movie. does Jeff Bridges play in Against All Odds? One of my favorite films, I knew that immediately. But Ben and Rachel had to go to multiple choice to that's get because we're sport. old. It's old. old. It's- oh, you
5: keep it down. Yeah, yeah. No, it it down. It,
1: I was, I was I hoping all that then. in the theaters.
5: <laughs> I still got all my hair. You keep it down. I was, here's a question, I was, here's a question for, Winston, for Winston and Ben Who played the object of Jeff Bridges' affection in Against All Odds?
1: Oh, that's a great question.
2: Jane Fonda, I don't know, Winston. I'm, I don't know. I'll go with uh, also Jane Fonda. I got <laughs> The nothing. answer is
1: Rachel Ward.
5: That's the answer. She was, yeah. who had oh. a great run of film in the 80s. She was in Deadman, Don't Wear Plaid, a great yes. Steve Martin movie that you must watch during your quarantine. Yes. It's a film noir comedy where he edits in scenes from existing films. So he's acting opposite Cary Grant. Very funny stuff. So smart. Anyway, also the deep. Anyway, go ahead, Ben. Yes, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, just uh, we had
3: gotten, you know, uh, uh, Kevin, like our opponents got Kevin Smith last game. Like, so it was good to kind of get that first kind of gut punch of a match and to come out on top. So granted, it wasn't pretty, but a win is a win for sure.
1: Yeah, A lot of people were saying Rachel kind of half heel, half not heel. They're a little confused about it. Certainly the rundown boys gave her the a whipping uh, uh, verbally about her situation. What's your feeling as her partner? Do you feel the need to defend her in the situation, or do you think there is some truth to what they were saying?
3: Uh, well, I remember when we when we played our first match, they gave her quite a, a tongue lashing. Did they say anything sure. this last time? I didn't hear.
1: Yeah, the first half an hour of the rundown, the recent rundown, Runda was kind of like uh, uh, laying into Rachel a little bit about how she's handling the heel stuff or not handling it, and so they felt it was a little annoying overall. So, and you know, look, their their, their show, as we're going to find out later, their show can I'll ruffle some feathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you feel like it's it's unwarranted criticism at Rachel's expense?
3: I think it's just tough for both like and i'm not i won't say like oh i'm such a nice person so it's hard for me but rachel legitimately is one of the sweetest people uh, you'll ever meet so i think it and she watches wrestling so she knows it and i i'll never speak on her behalf but i think it's just harder for her to be like fake mean or a heel because she Mm -hmm. is so nice so it might just come off as like sharper as Mm -hmm. just like a little like more like oh that's okay that was yeah okay and so I think that might be why is cuz people aren't used to seeing her in that light and it's such a sharp turn from where we've seen Rachel in the past seasons. That's that can be my only uh okay. thing about it or they're just mad that we keep winning. <laughs> like there it is. Wow. There it is. Like
4: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and
3: so, also so it's idea.
5: a it's also the I feel like real real Leghorn are- here. I feel like <laughs> Leghorn here with the the chicken hawk. Get away from me, kid! You <laughs> yeah. Get away, get, away, get out of here.
6: Uh,
3: no, but um, I do, and it's also we played against uh, the real
1: rejects. Everybody loves those guys. The, was, was this like was this your toughest competition today? Would you say not not the match itself because the match kind of went against you a little bit. Do you, uh, the the other side of the ta- of the bracket, other side of the table rather. Those guys maybe the toughest guys you played up to this point. Uh, this with how the wheel fell, yes. Okay. Up to this point, yeah, I okay. know. I think
3: Vinny and Owen could have definitely done better if they hadn't gotten Kevin Smith. Because you know they both did. I think they both got seven in round one. So it was just you know the it was the wheel. The wheel gets right. you every single time. It does. Uh, but I know like John Humphreys is a free for all MVP. I feel like if he was one of those guys that like like became a Ben Bateman, he could be. John's yeah. got that knowledge for sure. And also, they're hilarious, so it's hard to focus when they're doing the Red Letter media stuff and being big goofballs the whole time. And you're like,
1: no, I, I need to beat you, but I like you so much. <laughs> well, this this is a good question to bring up. Let me ask Winston and Mark about this. Do you guys think John Humphrey should get a better partner? Is Greg Alba the issue here, possibly? They, they're certainly great on The Real Rejects. That's a fantastic YouTube channel, and I certainly wouldn't denigrate that. But in the game, everyone talks about how good John is, but is it possible that John may need a better partner? Than Greg Alba to get him to a next level or contention uh, for a possible belt.
5: Well, if I can jump in, one, I don't think I don't think John is doing this for the deep competition of it. Okay. I think that John is truly doing it for the. I mean, I'm, I'm. I'm. I don't. I haven't talked about this, but just watching the way he performs, he seems to be. One of those guys, Casey Howard, that that does this and has fun. And if he wins, great. If he loses, great. Life goes on. That that, that doesn't insult his level of knowledge. And Greg, Greg, I think, is a wildly inconsistent player. He can be spot-on perfect, and he can miss some easy things that is just i think once again a personality thing i think once you know they're they're like the are like the country bears jamboree <laughs> you know, in, in, the, in the best way you just you just want to hang out with them and eat barbecue and laugh yeah. and and i don't necessarily know if they are doing this to get belts. I mean, we all want to win, but I think they're doing this because they enjoy it. They enjoy each other. They enjoy the game. Right. They're having fun, and I find that so utterly adorable and utterly sexy. Yeah. Because that's what the, that's why I came to this. I didn't come yeah. to this hoping I would be, you know, I would know the release dates of every Humphrey Bogart movie. I came right. to this because I like movies and I I like people, and it's a it's a shared group about. <laughs> Uh, of that, so yeah,
1: I was just gonna bring that
5: up. <laughs> is that that's, I'm talking about Greg Alba, not Greg Elba. All right, uh,
1: Winston, wow. what's your thoughts? Wow, <laughs> I
7: cannot believe just to that. get
1: that reaction.
5: Just to get oh, that, yeah, right? Um, no, I, I, I love be. you, Mark. That, I, that joke is almost as stale as saying, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Oh, <laughs> wow, you almost you are old. That's that's a throwback. I don't know who you are anymore. Anyway,
2: go ahead, Winston. What's your thoughts I'm on gonna, this? I, mean, I think it's the same thing uh, that I, I don't think that they need to m- mess anything up at all. I, I The whole reason I actually came into the Schmodown was very similar, you know, coming with Eric. Like I came in, Christian asked me to find a partner. I brought Eric into the whole thing and it really just became a situation of we both would sit up for hours mm-hmm. just talking about, you know, the Matrix and, and you know uh, – the the bat the original Schumacher and 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 Burton Batman's and stuff like that like that's just what we did yeah. so it was more about how fun it is to come up there in a clown I mean he does improvised stand up like it was more for us to come in and have fun and and kind of shoot the blank so yeah caught it look at that I'm hosted. yeah good job good job um so no I don't think that they need to if all of a sudden people's priorities shift if all of a sudden John realizes I genuinely want to like like, blank to the wall, like win it all. Then, cool. That's that's a different story. Then we talk about is Greg on board for that, and does he
5: want to buckle down and get there? Because Greg has the knowledge too. Yeah, but yeah. I absolutely think they could. If they choose to do that, they they're yeah. gonna be a force to be reckoned with because their reputation so far is oh, they're those goofy, sweet guys. It's like if the Wildberries suddenly were who's the boss a right. level of things. They have, the, they have the luxury of if they do try to do this, they can they can be vicious. They can sneak yeah. up because everyone's going to not take them seriously. Right, right. And I mean, like, that's how
3: good they are at it, though, is like they're two and six. Any other team would have gotten split up or split themselves up. Mm-hmm. But people love them so much that they keep getting matches and they they stay together.
5: So yeah, yeah. if, if yeah, they want to keep somebody well, said they- in the comments, they fill a wild berry size hole. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. You can argue that. Absolutely. Um,
1: I see Rachel in the chat. She's been responding to people left and right, claiming that this thing was filled months, filmed months ago. Uh, so, you know, kind of giving away a little bit of that. Rachel, how about you not do that? But uh, saying like, well, there's only so much I could correct and blah, blah, blah. So that's fair on her end to say like, well, she's only so, uh, only so much. But look, we're going to watch the match and we're going to react to it. That's the game. So, you know, you can, I, like. I understand what she's saying, but I also think, you know, this is part of the game, dude. Yeah. I, but also like, I don't know what, they're reacting to about this match. The first match
3: I can understand yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. not liking her heel tactics, but I feel like we didn't I've watched that match like 3 times. I feel like we didn't even do anything this time. So, mm. I I on it like not that I'm avoiding listening to the rundown. I just haven't had a chance to uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. honestly wondering what they brought up because I can't think of anything besides maybe the end thing where she shouts the five-point answer. That's
1: the thing that they felt. Was okay, got it. Because got it got she got had it. missed so many questions in the first round for her to yell out the five-pointer like she's going to gloat on the victory. I think a lot of people felt that was a little I, bit, uh, but then again, are you heels or are you not heels? That's what a heel's supposed to do. So I, mean, I don't and, know. It's a weird not, argument.
2: Not only that, I would make the argument honestly that unless you're doing something completely egregious that like hurts somebody's sensibilities or feelings or something, like that the point of this game is you've created a character do you take only as many notes that you think are actually possible and it's the same thing that you hear with people that are writers uh like trying to get their screen paste sold if you specifically are talking to a studio and they're like change this and so we're not buying your movie fine that's right. a different conversation but otherwise right. everybody's going to throw in their two cents do what works for you personally i don't exactly think- and, and to be fair it wasn't and the rundown
1: too- boys who brought up the five point it was other people who've been commenting in the facebook ah, okay. group that's got what it, i'm it, it, saying it, it. all right go ahead mark yep yeah.
5: And one other thing and I can I speak from experience with this is there's a learning curve when you start doing the show when you start doing this game. Yeah. To, for because when I when I my first match with Bibiani I'm like oh this is this is just trivial pursuit with a guy and there's cameras. Then you realize the the the, theater with the the heel and the face and the stuff and and you know i come from a background in theater i do i do some stuff at ucb so mm-hmm. i'm i'm pretty you know th- those of us that have any sort of performing experience and i'm putting my with, with a lowercase p i am by no means not claiming to be an actor but you got a thicker skin you know i see some of the new players when they read the comments which you should never do unless you <laughs> don't care very um, true you know i i read comments and i laugh at them if someone says something particularly nasty that's clever i'll comment oh that's a good one and if someone says oh that, that ball blankety blankety blank, I'm like oh aim, aim higher yeah aim yeah. higher well but, we got but there's got, a learning curve to this and a lot of people you know it, it, you're putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and you feel you take it personally so it's just we have so many new players in the, in the in the league now they're gonna give them give them a couple of months yeah let them let them at you know you when you put goldfish in your t- tank you gotta let the water warm up in the bag before you release them That's just pretty. everybody take a breath
3: yeah uh, Mark, question for you, yeah. real quick. You helped write a Supergirl comic. Why no inner geekdom play?
5: Yeah. Are you there? About the name. Here, here. I'm here. Got me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. back? Yeah, okay. yeah, you're back. Um, okay. All I right. Know Ooh, the different or- or- I
3: think we're losing. <laughs> um, we're losing him. Sorry, the,
1: bud. All the other elves.
5: Hello? yeah i think we're losing hello? Right. Oh, yeah. hello? you oh can go in it?
1: and out but no no yeah
5: hello well we should Marley? let him yeah now go ahead go ahead okay i just the, the, there's too many things i don't know the minutia of in okay. star wars and lord of the ring yeah. ah,
1: okay sorry oh, no no worries mark all right well thank you mark for stopping yeah. in we got to bring in our or... next guest to stay yeah. on track here time because it's very Bye, guys. Bye, show. much love to you mark Stay safe, everybody. You too, buddy. You too, you too. Wash your damn hands. Uh, yes. and, too, and, and just to give a little bit of background, the rundown boys were talking about Rachel's uh, first-round percentage. She was averaging 4.5 points in the first round. But once again, this is a Rachel Silva-Sweeney is getting more matches finally, getting more stuff. She's got to take a little bit of time to figure out the game. So I think there is fair criticism to be had, but there's also only so much weight you need to give to that criticism if you're a player, if you have confidence in what you can do and, weigh and and then show things as you go on down the road. Lord knows well, I, we've I, all had terrible first rounds, for God's oh, sake.
2: Oh, of course. And I would, I would even make the argument that, like, sure, if you're talking about once you get to the championship level, the number one contender in championship level, then that's an open criticism, I think, that is right. fair. But I literally think about the success, again, that Eric and I had, and that was about my average in the first round. It's yeah. a team match. If your team can hold it down, if you can pull your weight when it's time to pull your weight, that's fine. Yeah. Um, So I think that's the other thing on top of
1: that. I mean, give them some time to grow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Winston. Appreciate that. All right. Let's move on to our next guest. Uh, And just a second, let me say to you, please don't forget, send in those streamlines, send in those super chats. You know, we need them to keep the lights on in this place. And this gentleman right here, uh, you know, he is uh, he's another bright light in the showdown. He we didn't get a chance to get him on the show last week, but he is on here now. The manager of the usual suspects. Dropping some big moves. Sam Levine, how are you, brother? Molly Damon.
8: I I'm so, I just wanted to finish the thought that I had started the last time I was on backstage. I got cut off right at the wrong moment. It was so upsetting to me. Wow. I just wanted to
1: get that out. <laughs> Sam, right. you have been busy, my brother. Like, talk about big moves. You know, people thought you were back against the wall. What are you going to do? And then you find a willing partner in R&B and the Burning Drugs to bring someone yeah. like Titanic, like Ethan Irwin, to your uh, stable and then back it up by bringing in Molly Damon. Really incredible moves by you as a manager, especially a manager that, uh, you know, that we had talked about i kind of gave you a little guff for not being at these matches but you kind of made up for it here by bringing in some great players how do you how does all come about and how do you feel about it now
8: uh first off thank you john i i do appreciate the compliment and second um I, i honestly i had been working on so many things that i obviously the last time i was on backstage i could not discuss right i couldn't give away strategy i couldn't talk about potential deals um, but I knew that all of that stuff was brewing and that's why I came on. Cause I was genuinely excited about all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I know a lot of this was said last week when you guys talked to RMB, like I was in a spot when I lost Drew McQueenie and, um, I, I knew that I, I, I needed to fill that void with somebody big, somebody mm-hmm. Epic, uh, a big time player, if you will. Oh. And, uh, and so, yeah, so that's, that's what, uh, i i I felt like I wanted I was trying to figure out all the different ways that I could make that happen um and uh I feel like rMB like the day that came out, people were recalling either of us we were both either geniuses or total idiots. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: As big moves uh, usually are, criticized
8: as, that way, of yeah. course. And so I was like, no, that that was like there was a lot of back and forth with RMB. He's I, I, on the show. I know. I, I watched it later. He sort of like glossed it over. No, he made a couple of deals. Like that was like a long conversation he and I had about. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? And I was really glad that we were able to figure out a way where we both felt like we were getting something that we wanted from it. Yeah. Um, the- so credit to RMB. He is he is much more of a. Uh, a strategy guy that I think people are giving him credit for. No, I, uh, I agree. But, uh, yeah. But, um, but no, I was thrilled when I got it. And one of the reasons that I was comfortable giving him Ken in that trade mm-hmm. was what I couldn't say on the show. I was 99% sure Molly Damon was going to come play with the usual suspects.
1: Wow. So you had lined that up officially- first. Before I, you yes, dropped I was pen.
8: never going to trade Pen unless I felt confident I was mm-hmm. going to get Molly. So
2: okay, that was yeah.
8: probably the biggest part of that deal for me was something that I was not allowed to say yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that's funny to me in the sense that uh, just the talks
2: that I had with Kaiser, after free agency was over, he was a little pissed that I snuck Frank out of there in the eleventh hour. So I'm just imagining what would have happened <laughs> had someone done the same with Molly. Now that would have been quite the predicament.
1: <laughs> That's true. You could have you could have uh, set this thing up, and then Molly at the last minute changing her mind could have gone to the Rock Stars or someplace else. So these are the chances that I think every manager took up until uh, that last second was ticked off, and you were able to announce your. Uh, Selections, or they were on Tanasa selections on that show. Uh, any anybody you missed out on that you regret? Can you say, or at least can you allude to a possible deal that didn't quite work out for you that you wish had?
8: Uh, I don't. I don't want to name names. There was a player who was announced uh, on free agency day that I did make uh, a play for, but I was, I guess, a little too late. Okay. Uh, I, I I was apparently a week too late, so I think oh, someone wow. might have had insider information. Uh, was
1: was the name? <laughs> Would the, the name rhyme with with uh, Rabrina Samirez? Does it rhyme with that or no? Was it someone? Yeah,
8: I can neither confirm nor deny there any of the names. Uh, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny, uh, but someone did mention. Yes, I did get my my pal Doug Benson. Yes, uh, and I was going to. Yeah, that Doug that is is, cool. is joining the Mutual Suspects. Uh, I mean, the man literally has hosted a show for well over ten years called Doug Loves Movies. True, and very that true. name is not just clever; it's also very true.
1: <laughs> I've, he been loves the, I've been in I've been in the audience for a couple of those shows. He is an incredible guy in terms of knowledge of movies. Uh, and those shows are supremely unique to experience movies with Doug Benson. I know you've been a guest of his on, on mm-hmm. that show as well in the past, Sam. Um, Yeah. Great show. Do, do we, do we see him play? Like, do you, is this more of a pickup? Like you picked up your friend. This is good status for the usual suspects or this. You legitimately think this guy's going to get into the trenches with everybody else in play.
8: I think you put, uh, Doug Benson in a match, and he is going to. He's a, he's a competitive guy, uh, much like me. So so I think you put him in a match. My goal now is just to get him to watch as many matches as yeah. possible before he plays in one, so he knows the rhythms. Uh, uh, because I don't want him to be caught off guard like I was with you know changes that happen that players aren't informed about like in my match against Mark Ellis right, when the right. 10 second shot clock was introduced brand new to me, uh, that, that threw my game off big time mm-hmm. that that particular match, I'll never forgive Christian for it. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so I don't want,
1: I don't want that to happen to <laughs> Lord knows I have had that experience with you, Sam. Listen, this, this situation is interesting for me on the other side now, not just as the host of the show, but separately as the outlaw, John Roca. I gotta take on your boy now. Your boy now was RMB's boy. Now he's your boy. I'm going up against him, you, Rachel Cushing, and possibly Andrew Guy, all in one person. This is kind of scary. How confident are you that Ethan is going to wipe the floor with me?
8: Um, <laughs> I I think I think it's gonna be a close match right up until he TKOs you.
1: Oh, you son of a! I knew it was coming. I knew.
6: <laughs> wow, that was. You me up. That was
8: <laughs> that's that's
2: exactly what that that is a, a perfect blend of salmon guy and one in one response. I, I cannot wait for this match. It's been on my calendar for a while, especially because.
1: Oh God, I wish it had been Paul. Man, I thought. Oh, oh, I know, man. I know. But if, if <laughs> I if, if me, I had listened if, <laughs> if I had had R and B with Ethan, I think there was a little bit of possibility here. I could kind of mess on the fringes, but with the, all this team behind Ethan Irwin, it's going to be really tough. Certainly, you know, two two big guys going at it, and I owe him for that loss before. So who knows what's going to happen? How do you feel, Winston? How do you feel about Sam? Like, what's about Sam's moves as a manager yourself? Who is making moves up until the last second? Uh, do you like what Sam was able to do here? I mean,
2: honestly. I was a big fan of everything you did, Sam, starting with that trade. Cause that's what that's what kicked it off. You gave yourself the space to pick up who you needed. You got a major game player in Ethan, mm-hmm. who is arguably the arguably the best, if not top three best in the game right now. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there was just so much power in that. And to back it up, honestly, uh, with your free agency signings, I mean. If I'm being honest, I think that your faction is the faction I'm most scared of going forward from the Mm. simple fact that, like, you guys are playing from behind a little bit. And, you know, with the people that you have uh, keeping your roster together, so you and Rachel, obviously, um, I I mean, it's – you guys could literally just become a freight train and run through everybody going
6: forward.
8: Well, that is incredibly sweet of you to say thank you. Uh, There is – I mean, I do definitely feel very confident – in the roster that the usual suspects uh has now. But as we all know, luck is a big factor.
0: Mm-hmm. So
8: I don't ever want to take anything for granted. I mean, we still do have to play and win these matches. Yes, yeah, um, you know, right now, <laughs> with the exception of yours, Roka. That's a I done know. deal. He's but done um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh I'm I'm obviously, you know, I'm looking forward to the Star Wars tournament, the inner geekdom tournament. Um, I gotta tell you guys, uh, I feel so good about Janine and Jen Kemp. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- these two ladies, they are going to surprise some people mm, with right. how, with the level of IG knowledge that they bring to their matches. We just did uh, some studying with them this weekend, and uh, they, I mean, not that I'm particularly hard to beat in IG or Star Wars, but they were exceptional. Wow. These two gals are
1: exceptional. And I, I am
8: very excited to see them in this IG tournament.
1: Well, you've got three, right? Because you've got Molly Damon in the Star Wars tournament. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So you've got three ladies that you are banking on to get some points for the usual su- suspects to move them yep. back up the chain. And is Rachel Cushing like the mama bear in here? She's like teaching her cu- her little birds and they're going to fly off and see what they can do. Like what has been her like involvement right. in this? Because as a former IG champ and one of the greatest mm-hmm. players to ever play, you certainly must be re- relying on her knowledge as well in this situation.
8: Uh, most definitely, I, I cannot uh, understate her role as you know uh, uh, an, an unofficial advisor, uh, someone who uh, d- definitely wants to see and I mean as much as I know she wants the the, the gals we were having our uh, study session with to do well, one of the reasons that she is not an official advisor with the usual suspects mm-hmm. is, it's, just, it's not just usual suspects women that she is trying to help strengthen their game. Of course. She's trying yeah. to help all of the female players across the Schmodown. Right. Um, uh, so, I mean, I don't want to name names, but I know she has had conversations with other people about mm-hmm. strengthening their game, what should they be working on, things like that. So um, she is a tremendous, tremendous asset, not just to the gals and the guys in the usual suspects, but to people all across the game who are looking for a little advice. She is one of the greatest players of all time. There's no question, you know, fans always love to debate who's up on the Mount Rushmore, and mm-hmm. if she's not up on that for you, then your Mount Rushmore is just wrong. Um, I so, don't disagree yeah. with
4: that at all. Yeah.
8: She, she's she's incredible. I am uh, proud to call her my partner in real life, and, uh, mm-hmm. and no, I I love the level of knowledge uh, that she brings to, um, you know, all, all yeah. the players who, who ask for a little help.
1: Winston, you had a question for Sam? I was going to ask him one more thing, if you haven't got anything.
2: No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely chilling out. That was going to be more where my question was, is, is what role yeah. was Rachel playing in your faction? But, I mean, mm-hmm. you just answered it beautifully. And, and that doesn't surprise me from her character of who she is as a person, that she would be less concerned about any particular faction, even her future hubbies, but more in how she can make the faction itself just or not the fam, I'm sorry the the league itself grow especially for the ladies I, I know that that's one of the things that her and clark really took on was as like the most successful women to ever play the game to, mm-hmm. to figure out how to continue to have that that train going you
1: know certainly and, and sam let me add to that uh, real quick because we got to bring on the rundown rundown boys here we got to let you go but like um uh janine is someone you have a very strong affection for a very strong desire to see succeed in this someone who's taken a lot of the slings and arrows uh from the fans and from uh, some of the people commenting on these matches how much are you really dialed in to make sure she has a good showing here in this tournament
8: uh i i am 100 dialed in mm-hmm. um I, i'm telling you the 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 study session that uh I had with her this past weekend, I was so impressed by all the movies that she's watching and not just watching, but watching and copiously taking notes and has incredible recall. We are talking flashcards Mm -hmm. um, that she is working on every single day. And I think that anyone who underestimates uh, what she and Jen Kemp are going to do in this tournament, they're going to find out pretty quickly uh, that they should have put in the extra work yeah
6: I, I do have
2: a I, about yeah. I, that I do have a question for you as far as Star Wars. I mean obviously you picked up Molly. I mean, we mm-hmm. asked this of Roxy earlier about the idea of Alex and Molly training together essentially. Do you have any sort of concerns about you know essentially partners but opposing
8: faction mates uh, kind of training each other up at all? I have personally no problem with that. Um, <laughs> it's like when <laughs> Apollo Creed and Rocky. started crazy with each other. Like, who in the world would not want this? Uh, So, look, my, I don't want to say my goal, but I would love it if Alex and Molly were playing against each other for the belt. Are you kidding? Right, right. That would be amazing for me. Um, You know, because then uh, all I have to do is tell her that she's going to withhold fun stuff Unless she gets the belt and then. Oh, I didn't think
2: you would go that low. Wow. I know. Oh, there it is.
1: Hey, that's the ultimate wife move. I think I read that in a Greek play once. Uh, yeah. This,
3: this yeah. Thing,
1: last question for you, brother. It was speaking of Molly Damon. Do you see any possible speed bumps in the road on her side of the bracket for you that you guys are preparing for in case she gets to face that certain player?
8: I mean I, I I'm I'm not here's the thing when it comes to the Star Wars League um there's no way I can really advise Molly mm. on like what to do who to be afraid of that sort of thing uh that she's teaching me when yeah. it comes to Star Wars so awesome. uh, she is she is confident she feels very good about what she knows and she knows what the bracket looks like so I have total faith in her it is astonishing to me that she was not drafted, that she remained a free agent. Agreed. I would have drafted, I would have picked her up in the draft, but that was my error. I didn't know that she was available. Mm, um, right. So it, that that's honestly what it came down to. And uh, that I was able to pick her up in free agency is one of the luckiest breaks I think uh, our faction has had this whole season.
1: I can't disagree with you. I absolutely love... Uh, D Malanta, and I think Di Malanta is going to show out in this tournament. Uh, but I'm low key cheering behind D Melanta for uh Molly Damon because I want to see her get back up to that top. She is a player that everybody overlooked in that first draft and should have taken. So yeah. kudos to you, Sam, for being smart enough to slide in there and convince her to be a part of the usual suspects. You got Thank a murderer's row, my man. It's great to see you. Thank, Thank you for taking you. Nice the time, Sam. We know you're busy.
8: My absolute pleasure. Oh, oh. Oh guys, it's like the end of Ghost. <laughs> oh oh wow. no! no wow. Wow. You know- <laughs>
2: Rachel, Rachel's gotta, running your special effects right now, isn't she? I,
8: I gotta go. No, she's working. This is all me. I'm a one man, <laughs> a one man band, like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. I gotta Jesus. go.
1: <laughs> like a child with a new toy. There's Sam Levine, the manager of the Usual Suspects. Uh, let's bring Ben Goddard in here before we bring the rundown boys on. Ben, what do we got for Streamlabs? Have we got a couple. Uh,
3: we got Lucas Shashek. Uh, no, uh, no uh, message, but a very, very nice donation. Thank, Thank you, you, Lucas. Lucas. Uh, And then I've got one for the rundown boys and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, And then Ohap cap a question for Ben. How did the old force question uh, end up the way it did two players, including the winner challenged it. Uh, It was dismissed uh, as it's just an exhibition. I find that disturbing, especially since the right answer was one of the choices. Okay. Um, that is kind of a uh, I don't know it, it was Christian's decision I don't want really want to go against that but yeah. uh, I felt that both me I don't want to give away who the other uh, the challenger were because they said it was the winner but me and that person both challenged uh, we thought it was the right answer uh, they didn't they didn't go for it and we just kind of moved along Cause it's, it's an exhibition match like if it was if it was you know for anything but you know uh, an an Attaboy uh, then I then I would have definitely you know. Because uh, I think the winner of this is going to go on to play Rachel. I think, you know, he, yeah. he said yeah. that. I don't know if that's going to happen. That's obviously up to Rachel if she wants mm-hmm. to play in a in a Lord of the Rings match. Um, but I don't know. It's just how it happens. And I, I wasn't, like, too mad about it. It didn't end up affecting the match whatsoever. Uh, so, I was okay. Okay,
1: cool. All right. Thank yeah. you, Ben. I appreciate then, uh, answering that uh, the question.
3: one is for uh, the Rundown Boys, and we can get to that okay.
1: later. We'll get to them in just a second. Thanks, Ben. Um, real quick, uh, shout out to Lucas Shashak. Shosh- Thank you so much for that donation. And of course, Al- uh, Lucas's wife Alex, she is my new co-host on uh, Mornings with the Outlaw every morning, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Outlaw Nation channel. Please go and subscribe to that as well. That's uh, w- that's youtube.com slash uh, John Roca says. Go and get and uh, sign up there for all the stuff I got going on. And Alex has been incredible. We already did one show on Monday. She is incredible. Absolutely changing the vibe of the Outlaw Nation. And I got one more announcement coming down the road. But for now, please go and subscribe to the Outlaw Nation. I got RMB tonight. Robert Meyer Burnett on the Outlaw Nation show at 6 p.m. for a couple hours, talking about all kinds of the craziness that's going on in the the Schmodown and in his life. Uh, Real quick, Winston, what do you got, brother? What do you got to promote?
2: Yeah, no. uh, So, again, starting at 2, the interview with uh, 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 Justin Halperin from – Harley Quinn, we have that interview going. Uh, we actually are, you know, surprised. I'll go ahead and announce this. We did actually get the other showrunner and one of the head writers Great. as well for Harley Quinn. So we're going to be doing that interview as well. Uh, so we got a chance to talk to all three of them. Uh, other than that, you know, that's the main stuff going on. You can catch me on Mondays at game time, Tuesdays at two on Blurreds in the Hood. Again, as soon as this is over, I'll be over there. And, awesome. Uh, that's pretty much it right now.
1: Oop, there you go. All right. Thanks, Winston. All right. Without further ado, let's bring on the rundown, boys. It's the GOAT, Frankie Numbers. That's right. Brad Gilmore, yeah. Frank Janish on here. Uh, they got yeah, guts to come on here and confront me with their comments, but we're going to get into all this. No, stuff, no, no. Uh, their comments,
2: great see their see comments hi, were great. Dude. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, she
6: might man. Oh, we
9: got queue it queued up here. All oh, right. Oh, yeah. Good. Let's
6: play it. Backstage. I was thrown off because of three of my favorite people in the movie trivia smowdown the greatest players or characters. One, you know, one is touted as the greatest manager of all time. Tom Dagnino. The other two, John Roca, Ben Bateman, both former movie trivia smowdown champions. Uh, John Roca, former teams champion. Given proper, but okay. They were talking about That's these brackets as well with the ones we're about to get into. Right. And they made, they all three unit unanimously agreed on a certain comment made by Bobby Gucci, that I found laughable, that I found irritating, that I found infuriating. Facts. White boy preaching. All right. Bobby Gucci said, when discussing the brackets, "Well, the deck is stacked against us like always. They always like stack always against Ugh. the Finstock Exchange. Are you out of your mind?" <laughs> Thank you. you the, the, the deck against the rest of the league. <laughs> John Rocha, Ben Bateman, Mark Riley, probably the most knowledgeable player in the game today in the Barbarian, someone who's highly touted as a four-division champion. And you just got the most sought-after free agent in, in this free agency period in Sabrina Ramirez. You have Andrew DeMolanta, who is a guy who is, is on the precipice of greatness in Star Wars. You have Edward, you're number one. You're in first place. You have all the championships except for two, right? But you have the team's championships, only have two, and the singles championship. Is,
2: Three belts, that, that is only half of is, the what's, championship, what's the
6: sir. It <laughs> hey, was the most mind numbing thing that I've ever heard. And for John Rocha and Ben Bateman to echo that same sentiment is, a, is something that I cannot even begin to fathom the audacity. Of these three individuals to sit there and say that on a smowdown entertainment network branded stream. How dare you? I was beside myself, Frankie, <laughs> and I still am. I,
2: I just say that the best yeah. part didn't yeah. catch up. Is I that, think we're done here, guys. <laughs> yeah, just everything you need. I'm just upset you decided to cut out the best part of that run where he goes, and Winston coming up here calling it out the Finstock Stock Exchange Hour. That was the because, yes. like, that's
1: let's be real.
2: It's just y'all complaining that is, about how life is so against you. I, look, oh,
1: my goodness. We've been asked to host this show. I think we host this show as objectively as we can. We do get our points. We got five minutes to talk about the Finstack Exchange on that show, but these guys decided to focus on those five minutes for quite some time. I, I, I had a lot of issues with what you said because I felt like you guys were painting us in a certain way, but we had legitimate beef and the beef was was fixed. So it kind of worked out for us, and other people saw that we were getting a little screwed over here. Do you guys have any second thoughts about your statements now? Go ahead, Brent. Well, no.
6: The answer is hell and <laughs> no. I <I'm> have <laughs> <continue. laughs> none. I have absolutely none. Just because it's this, it, it was more than just – the thing that I had the issue with was stacked against us like always. It wasn't in this particular instance. It was always. Mm. And I, I just didn't understand. And here's the thing. We talked about Michael Jordan sometimes needing to psych himself up. He's one of the greatest players of all time. He had to psych himself into these games, like when you talk about the LeBradford thing, yep. uh, back Washington Bullets. I understand all that. But at the same time, to say always was just – that
9: was the part that got me, Frank. I, I completely hundred yeah, 100- percent. Agree with that. It's the always part. That's what threw me for a loop. if You want to? We even say in in the rest of the episode, further in there, yeah. that legitimate gripes about the Emily Rose Jacobson and Barbarian in the same quad, the Scrimshaw the Milanta thing, a little bit less of an argument in my eyes, but I could see, I could see the argument. Sure, mm-hmm. but the always part. I was racking my brain before this tournament. You know, Star Wars and Intergeekdom. What was stacked against the Finstock so, exchange? So let me let me lay that down for you. Sure. First of all. Ben and
1: Dan earn their way to this uh, title shot, to this title match, which is incredible to start the year. What happens right before we walk out? Mm-hmm. They take away a point from us because they say that all the other managers are complaining and grousing that we're going to be too far ahead. So out of nowhere, right before the match, we get a point taken away from us from four points down to three points. Already, once again, the deck, stack, the deck stacked a little against us. Now we walk into this situation, and by the way, no one gave Tom. We earned our way into this situation. Any number of players in the singles division or the tag team division last year could have been in this situation. Winston could have had all four of the players, or uh, you know, the 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 Merks might have had all four of the, all three of those belts. Rather, they could have been that situation as well. So we just feel like since we walked into the door, it's been grousing from the managers, grousing from the players, grousing from the fans. And we are just like, we're sick of hearing it because all we're doing is trying to win and play our best games to hear all these people complain about it. That's why we feel the deck is stacked against us. And when we saw that tournament come out, people still thinking that we're in January. We're up 16 to three. It's only four points now. So wow. there's no need to kind of jury or rig the tournaments so that we're getting less points than everybody else. So that's are you, are you done.
2: Are, are are you done? Well, yeah, you see me
1: take a breath, didn't you? I'll get you in I'll here? Know,
2: just, just to make sure, because so, I, I man, you said some things, and I was like, Jesus, I did stuff, say some things. Round, so much energy from those comments. All right, first of all, yeah, let's not ever in a million years. You had one time, to- one time where I will give you that that credit about the bracket being stacked unfairly. That's it was right. the only thing, That is the only thing I will give y'all.
1: Not Let's the one up. point thing that you took away from us right before no, we're about to play.
2: No, no, no of course not. No, That's absolutely ridiculous. not. For number for a number, for a number of reasons. For a number of reasons. First sure. of
1: all, if you if we're
2: being real about it, it's it's. There's a lot of stuff that was like on high that was passed down about stuff we were kind of maybe asked from time to time about certain like rules and how things play out so the managers to want to speak up and think that hey this isn't fair that all of a sudden this title shot kind of bounced in the way that it did as a matter of fact that triple threat wasn't even a thing until we actually ended up having a situation with another match that was scheduled to go on there so that's the first thing everything kind of happening the way that that did that's just how the chips fall. And it's the only thing that kind of kept everything balanced because let's be real. This thing was stacked against pretty much every single faction, especially brand new managers like myself before it started. Now I know what I signed up for. So I'll take that on the chin. You don't see me openly complaining about it, but I do bring up multiple times. The fact that you got to immediately keep all four of you on the exchange. What really did Tom do at the start of the season to earn all the praise that he gets? I'll give him all that credit for seasons prior. He can have that as much as he wants because he did work with y'all as a unit. But to talk about how this is supposed to be the nuclear bomb, that this thing was supposed to completely start over, and then y'all want to complain like a bunch of white women that have never been allowed to be oppressed for two seconds in their life, like you see all the time
1: now that we're in quarantine. Yeah, bro, kids, bro, don't, bring, don't bring Don't <laughs> bring your Karen argument here when you're the one complaining for yeah. like 20 minutes. You all your managers but, are the yeah. Karens. Yeah. You guys, are, you guys, are, you guys are, <laughs> get on out of here.
2: <laughs> let's be real. I broke, but let, let's be real right now. That some of it is some real, some real stuff stacked against you, like that bracket. But y'all, y'all literally walked in on third base and want to pretend like people were. you We earned we a third base. We weren't born, born on third base. To run home.
1: Come on now. Don't Come on now. So, so, we, so this Frank, one point Brad that. Please, got,
9: uh, Brad, please. This one point okay. that I got deducted, you know, right before the title match, I don't think that's the stack the deck stacked against you because that not only affects you or, or Ben and Dan, and that's, it, it affects the rest of the year. So it applies to everyone. If it just applied to you, then you'd have an argument there about the one point being a away, but it's for every title match there on after. So I, I don't think that's a sound argument. This, the fact that the Finstock exchange, when these rules were implemented about what's going to happen next year, you can keep your champions. You guys are playing for titles the physical right. exchange. So you guys, Kind of had the leg up on that advantage, but I'm I'm not I'm not complaining about that one. If, if managers want to feel that way, I get it, but I'm not making that one. Uh, that argument well
1: that's uh, the only the, the one point thing i hear you frank absolutely it affects everybody down the road but in the immediate in that moment it was us and it was because the other managers as a gaggle of karen's complained to christian that they were getting too far ahead we were going to get too far ahead and th- what was the point of even managing this year and that defeatist attitude just got to us hearing like this is a competition you're supposed to fight just because yeah. we come in with four belts to, or three belts doesn't mean we'll end up with three belts in three months right uh, yeah. right hold on brad respond
4: oh, yeah.
6: go ahead, go ahead, oh, no no first of all i just want to say that my uh my former sister-in-law's middle name is karen so i take <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, my sister's
6: like, white no go ahead yes <laughs> and then secondly there's a super chat that's been on been on the screen here for some for some time yes, right yes, now yes. and i just want Deontay to add an avatar to his youtube name so i can see what a moron actually looks like for this oh cake. brad it's not the exchange's fault that corruption couldn't hold on to the belt. It's not their fault that Bibbs couldn't step up. It's yeah. not Winston's fault; he wasn't a manager last year. Thank you. And if that's it's not fault, is- he wasn't a manager last year. That's Things could thing have been is- different if exchange weren't as great as they are. Let's finish that quote out, please. All right, go ahead, Brad. No, but again, that just adds to the idiocy of the statement. What, what is Robert Parker saying here? Hasn't Finstock said on a show before that he couldn't accept the no point or whatever? I don't know what Robert Parker's talking about. Oh, you're talking about the Atlanta thing. Yeah. Well, here's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. There is is at least it wasn't. Uh, with the Atlanta thing and taking the point away, it hadn't happened to any other manager yet. So it's not like, oh, you know, Shannon got you know a point when they had two people in a title match or Winston mm-hmm. had two people in a title match and they got a point and were taken away from the Finn It hadn't happened all season yet. Right. And we know that in this first season with the factions the rules are ever-changing. The draft is ever-changing. We're trying to figure this thing out. And right. to get the duck to the point before the match even happens, it wasn't after the fact. It was before the fact. Right before sure. the fact. Right
1: before the fact. I
6: remember I was, I was sitting right next to you when, when yep. Christian told you. I was sitting right there. That's why I, I, understand that. That, I understand that it was you know a little bit immediate. But still, n- nevertheless, it didn't happen to any other managers. So that's even across the board. I think the thing that Frank and I took the, the most umbrage with, uh, aside from the comment itself, Good was word, saying right. – Thank you. I'm I'm doing my SAT words, man. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, boat, son. Yeah. The boat. You know, oh, yeah. and Winston can Winston can recognize it. we were we were educated in Texas. You know what that's I mean? Right. <laughs> I you say so. Only best up hey. with sex, hair, but everything else good. There we go. It's yes. got big <laughs> words in this one, too. It's got big Al- words. Conversate <laughs> is my favorite Texas word. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um triculate. Winston knows what I'm talking about. Uh <laughs> <laughs> let me conversate real quick. Um, anyway what was I saying oh the thing that I was <laughs> with was you was you saying we were telling you to shut up and dribble and I think that that's just a, a crazy comment to make I mean that was made by Laura Ingram talking about LeBron James speaking on something outside of his purview basketball and politics Frank and I were talking about the rundown I mean we we're talking about the down on the rundown which is the show where we're paid to give our comments on the run on the down, on the rundown the down rundown that's why we call it that and uh I think that Frank more than <laughs> myself, Obviously, I'm just a am just a pretty face on the show. I can admit this. Frank is the knowledgeable man. He knows everything about this game from season one. He recalls the facts. He makes the stats. And I think that he can actually um, comment on this the most intelligently, maybe more than anybody in the history of the game, except for Christian himself. That's just my opinion on it. So to say that we're telling you to shut up and dribble or that Frank's takes because he hasn't competed in the game, uh, you know don't hold any weight. I think that's a little crazy. Well, I think that, I think it's not a little
1: crazy. I think you have to say, like I told you when I went back on Twitter, the best college commentators are people who have actually been in the games and experienced those things. We've experienced those things. So sometimes I think Frank's comments are from a place of outside the game, not inside the game, and there's uh, there's opinions being pushed, there's opinions being voiced about what what they think, what you guys think we are doing, and it's completely different than how you're characterizing it. And I think be having that gameplay experience or that faction experience could color your opinion a little bit differently. That was the point I was trying to make. Maybe not as eloquently as as conversate would would allow me to, but I was <laughs> trying to make that point as eloquently as possible in that way. Can uh, I, did, can I-
2: Pick up for Frankie, yeah. Real? Can we give
1: Deontay Wimbush real quick? Deontay Wimbush, <laughs> yeah. he said, Wow, the boat called me out. I think my day has been made. There you go. You're still wrong, though. They won, they should be <laughs> yeah. rewarded. <Huh>?
0: fair for <laughs>
6: sure. Well, I had to get that Yeah, you did. Yeah, this is not you your show. One more show? of those, and
3: you're gone, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt me. Don't, don't
2: oh, tempt me. Well, all I was going to say is, is that you, I, I need you to put some more respect on Frankie Numbers' name for a couple of tried. reasons. Some of the very respect, Frankie. No, no, no. Because you said that. Oh, well, you, if you haven't played the game, you're not some of the best color, color commentators. I, say,
1: I said that that could change how you uh, how you look at things, having that experience of being in the trenches of the game. But it, doesn't, mean game. But it doesn't. But it doesn't
2: mean. But in the same it way, that mean, I can't. He but, can't
1: comment. I'm not saying no, he
2: can't no, comment. No, I understand that too. But I'm saying you have people that, for example, were uh, have situations where they've never been in politics before, and they run for senator, and they're a great senator. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You have hmm. situations where. You look at people that speak on sports. So the the Max Kellermans, the Stephen A. Smiths, that are some of the best commentators that ever were, and <laughs> they didn't do anything beyond high school. Right. So right, right, what right. I'm saying is that sometimes does Frankie say some stuff that's like kind of out there and wilding? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, right. Jim Ross. Thank you. Jim. I appreciate that. Jay over here handing me. Yo, Jadas, shut <laughs> up. Chime in or shut up. <laughs> Jim Ross, greatest commentator that ever was in the wrestling ring. So I mean, there are plenty of situations where you have people that maybe they weren't necessarily in the trenches, but they still, like, Frankie knows numbers better than anybody else in this league, period. There's a reason
1: why he's Frankie numbers. Of course. So I'm like, not I, saying Frankie can't well, have his opinion. I'm just saying I sometimes I think Frankie's opinion is not without that experience, that extra level of experience that could maybe change his opinion or give it a more fleshed-out opinion. Sure. But please, go ahead, Frank. So,
9: so I'm very sympathetic to the fact that What happens under the lights at the desk, I could never fully uh, uh, represent from my point of view. I say that all the time when I discuss someone had a bad match or a bad round. I I can't fully speak to that. And that's 100% agreed upon. But when we're talking about looking at a faction that thinks things have been stacked against them, I didn't think – playing the game came into this conversation at all it's from what has happened outside of playing the game and that's what we were and i was commentating on in terms of why i think it, it was such an erroneous comment to make in the first place you like that word erroneous brad i know you like big words
4: so.
9: <laughs> it's in here somewhere it's in here somewhere yeah
4: yes,
9: go <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it's like Making Back to the I didn't Future think, too, I didn't think bringing up here, right? that I didn't play the game fit into this type of uh, debate when we're talking about. And look, you know, myself and Brad, we talk to players and managers all the time. Yeah. And we hear behind the scenes things that we will never say on the rundown. There's a whole lot of things that, especially in past couple of weeks, we heard and, and found out about that we just couldn't say on the rundown. We know these things and they inform our opinions later on and our takes later on. But also at the same time, I'm not going to betray the confidence of somebody that says these things to me or to Brad. So while it may not be so uh, in front of the audience, that look, here's how we know this stuff. You know, it is. I guarantee you. I promise you. When we say these things, it is coming from a point of research and conversations that the audience or you may may not have seen before.
1: And that's fair. Look, uh, once again, I'm never going to deny you guys having your opinions. You guys are an essential part of the Shmodon, That's for damn sure. And you have a fantastic show that people love. No one's going to deny that. And I totally respect and love both you guys. Absolutely. And you both know that. So the my our, our, I'm defending my faction. And that's sure. what I'm going to do. And Ben and I both felt that it was yet another situation. And we were defending our manager. What's the biggest thing we've been getting uh, raked over the coals for for the last since January is, oh, they don't believe in Tom or they, you know, they, they're they secretly hating on Tom or blah, blah. blah. We defend our manager and then we get crap. We don't defend our manager, we get crap. There's just like, we, we can't find the way to win here. Heavy
6: is the head, Roca. Yeah, true. is I, I the love, head. You're, right.
1: you're absolutely right. And, uh, and I get that. But it doesn't mean we can't be quiet, or we have to be quiet, rather, about situations that we feel are unfair towards us as a faction and whether we're all hosting the show or not, we should still be allowed to say our piece on it. And that's, that was my point about it is I felt like you guys could have asked one of us on there to explain our point of view, to have a back and forth about it and get a little more knowledge about what we were thinking behind the scenes about why we said what we said.
3: Oh, Uh -uh. weird John. When I said that exact same thing about the pride match, when we first premiered, you're like, "What? what are we doing here? What, what are we doing here? They're doing their know.
1: job. You mean when you, uh, you had a rookie match? Come on, kid. We're talking about professionals
9: here, experienced. Hey, you professionals.
3: know what? Don't ask to get asked on the show when they say something you don't there's, like. There's that elitist
9: mentality from rookie. There you go. <laughs>
3: just carrying up, up the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> right ahead there. You You're going to have John get... at your house filming you. So these are the rundown boys, and they didn't ask me on their show today. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: Well, he didn't ask you on our show, so we could be asked on your show. You see how Yeah, I,
9: exactly.
6: You know,
3: exactly. A, a, <laughs> there we show. go. Uh, uh, I got uh, some streamlines uh, here for you yeah. guys. Uh, Schmoes of the North, good to see all the guests on the show today. Hey, Rundown Boys, what's your dream Schmodown match? Anyone that has ever played in the league? Ooh. Mm.
9: You want to go first, Frank, you want me to take it? <laughs> I, well, I'll actually say Rachel Cushing versus Kevin Smith. That one um, I know would torture Rachel, but as a fan, those are two goats – you know, some of the goats uh, that we have in the inner and I would love to see that match. Frank and
6: I kind of discussed this on the last episode of the rundown of for next season, having two conferences for the, for the movie trivia showdown to the factions like five on five or four on four. And then at the spectacular, you meet the top two seeds from each conference. They meet in like a survivor series, elimination style three on three or four on four game. That's my dream match right there. I don't care who's in it, but as long as I could see that happen and we, we we determine the champion for the year at the spectacular in faction wars, that's what can I want to see.
1: Can you deliberate the answer
6: for every question? Do you deliberate? I
1: feel like the, the, or,
9: deliberate. That's the that's gonna be the difference. I think like, I think you I, mean, I, I don't know. Have, you mean you well, confer with your teammates? You thought right, about? exactly every question can be conferred I mean, with you your teammates. F- we could flesh out the format. Um yeah. Like that, so sure. I feel like you gotta gotta
2: go. I feel like you gotta go the way you did in uh, uh, in like math class back in the day, where like your teacher would have you as two teams, you both walk up to the mic, you answer the question, and then if you don't get it, you're out. And if there is 10 on one at the end, (laughs) all right, fine,
6: right? Fair enough, dodgeball. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hey, I know
5: (laughs) something
6: about that. yeah. Hey, we're, running, we're running out of time. We got, got to jump into look at all the these. text on the screen real quick. Just yeah, all the super chats to, right now. I just got <laughs> to. Yeah, uh,
3: let me get to the streamlabs and I'll we'll get the super chats okay. on the screen, and then we'll bring Ace. Ace in.
6: Thank you for being so patient,
3: Ace. I see you back there, Uh okay. Phil Johnson. Hey, Brad. So, how is it not fair to say something is stacked against you when the rules are changed against you minutes before a match and a bracket is made, which significantly
6: limits points getting for just one faction? No, I get that. I, I Well, I don't agree on the, on the point thing being taken away. We addressed that already. of, of it, wasn't, it wasn't done to any other manager, so it's not like the, st- the deck was stacked against him. I understand that if you're upset about that, but I don't think it's a, an example of the deck being stacked against you. Now, the tournament thing, we were all in agreement on. I was like, okay, yeah, that sucks. And it, it was changed. So, I mean, I can understand you saying, hey, this tournament is stacked against us, uh, but not the deck is stacked against us, like always. The reason, that, uh,
1: again, the reason that point was taken away is because pe- managers complained that they felt we were going to get too far ahead. So it was because of us, like a JTE rule. But For doesn't sure, that also
6: happen in professional sports? You know, the owners and, and general managers get together and they say, hey, you know, this isn't working out.
9: This isn't working out. Collective bargaining agreements, player unions, all kinds of stuff. That happens all the time. And look, and then, as, and then, as, 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 as much as they, they complain about that and they get a point taken away from you, they're also taking away a point from them eventually down the road if they play a title match. So
1: with these two tournaments coming up, it's a great point. You bring Frank yeah. uh, the the IG tournament and the Star Wars tournament it could be two faction members, and those uh, and th- that manager yeah. who complained about it could be losing a point in that. Situation Kevin Smith and Chandru,
9: whoever wins that one, they will not get that extra point that was talked about beginning of the year. Lost there.
1: All right, let's run in some super chats here. Thank you, Ben, for putting these up. So this is from Davlin Mist- Mistrunner. So what did y'all think of all the promos? Hannah, Saul, Roxy, Winston.
6: It's been a busy weekend. you like these things that are happening? Yeah, these have all been great. Um, my o- my only thing with Saul and Brandon is like, you know, you gotta win a little bit more before you keep talking. <laughs> Who's the
4: leader? Now? Who's the leader? <laughs> I
6: don't know. But it's, but it's our it's our thing with Rachel Silvestrini too, right? That was our thing on the rundown. It was like, hey, I love that you're coming out after everybody and you're trash talking, but you gotta back it up at some point. You can't just run your mouth because then your your words hold no weight. The reason why Roka was one of the best ever is because he would talk it and back it up. That's why we love the Outlaw as a heel. That's why you were so effective as a heel, Brandon. I told him he was doing phenomenal work. I you, now you got to win. If you don't right. win, none of it means anything. And Roxy and Winston, I I could watch that all day. Winston, right.
9: the you hold this L thing, just phenomenal. Like I love Saul's promo, but it doesn't really mean anything to me until he wins. Like it's great what he said. I thought it was fantastic. If somebody else who had a winning record who played a lot said those things, I'd think, whoo, that's phenomenal. But I'm gonna give credit to Saul right now, but I can't give him as much credit as I could if he wins. I would say it's encouraging to have these players yeah. dropping these promos because
1: yes, now sure. the thing is backing it up, and I agree with you. So it's good that they're at least handling that part of it because I've seen some bad promos in my years in the showdown. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. these guys are doing it right and now they got to back it up in their play all right suge knight coming in suge knight uh frank and brad how do you guys feel about corruption's position with these tournaments coming up i'm sure shannon barney put them up to that question what do you guys think
6: i think that they have a a really good shot of winning a lot of points you have laura kelly representing corruption um she's somebody who did really well against alex damon up into that betting round at the spectacular which kind of you know took her off course to to go into that full final round with with the uh, championship in sight and then on the other side in ig Mike Kalinowski and Chance. Uh, Mike, former IG champ, we know how dominant he is, and if he is studying every single day, can, ready, ready for this tournament, and makes it all the way to the finals. Laura Kelly makes it all the way to the finals. If they
9: both win it, Corruption's all the way up there. I mean, you look at Corruption and Dungeon. These are two factions that are tailor-made for geekdom tournament. You have Robert Parker, and I'm telling you, Eric Zipper, he's coming and then, like Brad just said, Chance and Kalinowski. Oh, by the way, they have Laura Kelly. I think Adam Witt for the Dungeons gonna, could do really well. These two teams are tailor-made for these these tournaments coming up.
1: I can't wait till one of these factions gets in the lead, and then we as the Finstock Exchange get to complain about them. I can't wait till that happens. <laughs> no, that's right. That's <laughs> what it works. Sure. Martinez says, like Jason Witten being a good commentator. Oh, never mind. No, Or I'm
9: Booger McFarland. How about Booger McFarland? That's another that's great sport, one. He's not calling games, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. Fair <laughs> point, fair point. Uh, I think Romo, right
1: standard. Oh, Romo's great.
6: who I, who I equate Frank to is like a Doris Burke, right? Someone who's been around forever in the league, knows all the players, knows the in and outs of it. She can speak very intelligently about any sort of basketball situation. That's how I look at Frank. Doris okay. She she played college
9: too, so I'll well, take and that. And
1: that's one of the reasons why I got up, because I'm like, I respect you guys so much. So I felt the need to go back at you guys uh, for what your comments So take it as a, as a, a uh, badge of respect, please. Um, and Winston, you're back on. Okay, cool. Uh, do we have any yes, more, ben? Any more chats rolling through? No, okay. Um, uh, real quick because I got ace on the deck. Uh, one prediction who wins the IG tournament? Who wins the Star Wars tournament? Frank, go first,
9: Robert Parker, Joseph Scrimshaw. Wow,
6: mm. yeah, okay. I'm just because I want to swing for the fences. I'm going Joseph Screenshaw. That's not the the crazy one, but I want to swing for the fences, and I'm going to go the Barbarian is going to take IG. That's what I think. I love the Barbarian right now. I think Craig is awesome. I've been rooting for him ever since I saw him in this Jurassic Park match. I thought he was a monster. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm going to go for. Perfect. all right well thank you gentlemen but wait wait uh ben can you bring in rachel
1: silvestrini's comment real quick she said don't worry roca when we take the lead from the exchange we won't be complaining about anything we'll still have our head down winning matches you're complaining about stuff now uh anyway all right thank you so much Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, all right thank you to Ben. thank you to brad and thank you to Frankie numbers for coming on the show bros much love and respect to both you guys keep thank doing you. the great work you're doing and thank you for taking the time
6: I appreciate you, you guys.
1: Thank you guys.
6: Uh, real quick
3: guys. Can you answer that one from Ferris? Uh, Brad and Frank, what is the dark horse in the IG tournament that sh- could shake the tourney? I like Alex Damon, uh, Brad, you've got barbarian Frank. Who barbarian. you got?
1: Uh,
9: Brandon Hannah, dude. Okay. Brandon Hanna. uh, all right. I like all it. I like it. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks guys. Oh, whew. that was a lot to go over.
1: Winston. I need a break for a second. Let's bring Ace on here. Ace Cabrera. Yeah. Competing. Hey, what's my boy, man? Uh, repping the Phoenix Suns right there. You have got a Star Wars tournament, you will open this thing tomorrow in the play in game, kind of like those college teams that have to play into the tournament, and sometimes they go all the way to the Sweet 16. So, let's talk about this matchup coming up with Josh Corvetto. Have you done the studying? Have you watched any game tape on him? What have you done to prepare for Josh specifically?
7: I mean, game tape is tough, right? I mean, I've been trying and like no dis to, to Josh whatsoever. Uh, I, I want to find game tape on this guy. I want to know what he's watching, what he's doing right now. But unfortunately, uh, there's just not a lot out there as far as matches and as far as availability. When I see what I can find from him online, uh, as far as studying goes, yes, I have been studying. Yes, I want to win. Yes, I, I plan on winning. Uh, I know I got a lot of crap, and I take I came on this show to talk about that from last time with Robert Parker saying that I'm just here to have fun and all that. No, 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 no. I plan on winning and and I plan on taking my side of the bracket all the way to the finals because uh, I, I see an opportunity there, and I really want to take this as serious as I can. So yeah, absolutely.
1: Are you well, I guess we lost Winston's handling some computer stuff. Are you more confident? in oh there's again are you more confident in your preparation for this tournament than you were in your match against Robert Parker because we heard you were like whoa you're giving me a, a heavy hitter right off the bat do you feel more confident and prepared for this tournament than you did maybe against Robert Parker
7: yes that's a big yes for me uh when it comes to Robert Parker my my preparation was was very last minute it was very much Uh, right before the match and it was something that I was like crap I wish I had more time to prep I even said it here uh, especially with someone like a Robert Parker Uh, and this one although the scheduling and everything works out differently you know I still would have loved to have like a full month of my kind of training Uh, I'm still way more confident than I was the first time
1: okay Winston you got anything you want to ask uh, your man
2: I, I mean, I, I ask him questions all the time. I mean, okay. I, all right, I all right. if we're going to do this is more for the audience, Um, I, I mean, that's one of the things that I've said to you personally, Ace, and, and we, we had a long talk about it. I mean, it was, A, the way it all worked out, and this was pre-COVID when that match was taped, like, we're all living, like, super busy lives, and the match came down the pipeline pretty fast. So there wasn't a lot of time to go, oh, crap, all right, let's kind of get this under the belt. So the one thing I told I told Ace, I was like, let's be more concerned about you getting used to this. Like, all of the pressure is on Robert, not you. So if Robert blows it, you look like a megastar that came out of nowhere. And if you, it doesn't work out, it's not a big deal. It's your first match. We come back to the drawing board. It's not a big deal. And that's why I'm really excited about him. I'm really excited about you, Ace, for this tournament. That was the main reason I drafted you was because I saw the Star Wars knowledge there. And I thought that you could be such a key element to our faction because of that. Um, and, and I'm trying to tell you, all if, if y'all are sleeping on Ace, then you gonna, you ain't going to be sleep very long. You about to get the earthquake in the middle of the night. You about to get the tornado, you know, in the middle of the day. You about to get that lightning storm that you did not know that was coming in direct <laughs> shot.
1: Yeah, how do you feel about that? Ace having someone like Winston in your corner in this situation? Has he been have you guys learned lessons from that match with Parker that you've implemented here as a manager and player together to prepare for the tournament?
7: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the honestly, the only reason why I'm able to even muster up any kind of strength or energy or time, honestly, is because of my faction and because of Winston. I even said it on the promo that I shot uh, that these guys, my faction members, uh, especially Winston is the reason why I'm stepping up to the plate, uh, even more aggressive than I have been before because of the kind of advice they're giving me because of the kind of backing they're giving me. Uh, it, it, it really does encourage me and inspire me to keep going f- further and to try and, and not just settle, but try and win. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, and
2: I, uh, I was going to say, I mean, Ace, you know, Ace called me and was just like, look, man, after the match was over, he couldn't stop apologizing for what happened. But then after that, you know, when we were talking about who I was going to put in the IG tournament versus Star Wars, he's like, I want Star Wars, like, give it to me. And I was like, I was already thinking that anyway. So that (laughs) that works in our favor. But he's like, I this isn't just about me. He's like, I want to prove this to the, the faction. I want the team to know that I am an asset. And, and the minute he told me that, I was like, oh, let's go. Like, yeah. whatever you need, you tell me what you need from me and we will make it happen.
1: If there's one thing Latinos know, we know what it's like to get knocked down and get back up, wipe the blood off and get back in there. So I always respect that about Ace. You know, uh, we share that, brother. So I'm always low-key cheering you on at whatever you're doing, man. So I know you're going to handle uh, the business here. If you do, take care of it. Like, And I'll say if because we don't know what's going to happen. Um, do you? F- how do you feel about going
7: up against your Jedi can- former Jedi Council uh, mate, uh, Ken Napsaw? I'm so hype, and I know I, I have to look forward towards what's ahead of me, which is Josh Cabello, but my God, I, I can't help but look towards that Ken match. Uh, I, I would love it. I, I would kill for that, just because not just promo-wise, as far as what I can do in a promo against Ken, because I, I I told Winston a little bit earlier over the weekend that I, I am so I would be so excited to just shoot a promo for him, but just even to face him because... I've known him for so long and I know him so well, especially through the Star Wars community that we've been a part of, whether it be Force Center, or whether it be Jedi Council. Uh, I, I want it. I want to face him so bad. I, I, I really want that opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of us want to see what you could do, certainly, because that promo from Ken was fire. That seven minute. I mean, that's how you do a seven minute promo. I mean, that was incredible. (laughs) Brilliant. He didn't have to read anything. He used different locations, even with the coronavirus situation. So if you do face him, does that kind of put the onus on you to step up your promo game even more to
7: match what Ken's going to possibly do uh, when he comes after you? Oh no, I'm going straight off that promo. I I am taking inspiration from that. I really want to almost make a response to it. I I would love it, man. For me, like, I know a lot of people don't know this, but I have, I have also grown up with WWE and wrestling and and I, I know what promos are and I know how to do this. Uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff, because I wanted for the longest time to be involved with the WWE, uh, ever since I was a kid. So I, I love that kind of stuff. And I think I would create some really interesting stuff promo wise against Ken. I already was for Josh, but I was like, Oh, I want to save it. I want to save it. I just want to be confident and save it. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Do you have a
1: uh, entrance or anything you guys are cooking up uh, for coming into this? We saw the unique one uh, that Winston had against Roxy. That L, uh, do you have do you and have you and Winston cooked up something unique for this uh, Twitch situation? If, even though we're virtual, have you figured? Have you guys come up with something?
2: No, I we put. We, I mean, it's something we're talking about. Uh, the main focus was really the promos and making sure that those went off without a hitch, and those went really well. Um, but you know, it's we will see. We'll we'll see if we can okay. cook something up in the works. I'm more concerned about let's go get this dub, you know, than okay. than than worrying about interests right now.
1: All right. And uh one last question for you uh Ace uh, this is the play in game so you know you got to handle what's in front of you but is there one player on the other side of the bracket that if you make it all the way to the finals you'd love to see they going toe to toe with you uh in the tournament
7: Oh that's a great question. Uh you mean the other side, right? Yes, I can't yes, pick my side. Of the yeah. You know you know what's funny man? I don't know why but I and I, I don't I Trust me, I'm not calling him out right now. I don't want to make this a thing, but I would love to play Dilla I would oh, love to play. Okay. Yeah, okay. I would love to play Andrew just because I know he knows his stuff. And just because I've seen his YouTube channel, right. uh, I was like, man, this kid, I, I, I kind of want to face off against this kid. And I know he reps your faction. He does. Uh, so that's it, even more encourages me even more to go after him. I, I would love that. I love this. Corey Smith. Can you put that up again, Ben? I love that.
1: Ace got to use the line against Ken. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master in the promo. Absolutely. Uh, and hopefully not end up getting uh, burnt uh, in there most of far. So yeah, I love this situation. Uh, I'm cheering for you big time, uh, uh, Ace. You know, personally, of course, I want to see a great match between both of you because it is the playing game. And so many of us have been starred for new stuff, and this is certainly a new situation here. And uh, getting to see what you can do here and maybe reclaim a little bit of the respect people have felt you lost after that IG match would be. It would be great to see for you as well. And hey, no one's mentioning you as a dark horse. Could be an interesting dark horse for you to slide in here and take the go all the way to the end of this thing. It would be very, very incredible to see you do that.
7: Thank you, man. I appreciate that.
1: And yeah, that's my plan. All right. All right. Well, thanks to Ace. Thanks for taking the time. Much love to you, brother. Get back that training. And tomorrow, 7 p.m. Is that right? 7 p.m. PT? Ben, am I right on that? 7 p.m. PT tomorrow? I think it's 4. a oh, 4 p.m. P- Sorry, I was thinking yeah. Pacific time. So 4 p.m. Pacific <laughs> time, not 7 p.m. Eastern yeah. time. That's what I was thinking. So 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch. That's the play-in match. Josh Covado versus uh, Ace Cabrera, uh, Rockstars versus uh, the Swag Drip Drip people. And uh, it's going to be an interesting match for sure. Uh, and <laughs> Don't get upset. I said the drip drip people. What do you want me to say? <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, I said no, the yeah, drip drip no, people. I, oh no, what's the big the deal? Most,
2: that's that's the most grandpa thing you've said all day. Oh, all right. I'm all <laughs> right. All right. I
1: apologize. Uh, all right. Well, I'm not the one with gray in his hair. Let's move on to this tournament. Let's break this thing down. We've got about 15 minutes. Ben, can you stay in with us and break this down thing down with us? Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Let me get uh, let me get some streamlabs in here real oh, quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please. Uh, Canada Rocks,
3: finally an evenly stacked show. For weeks, the exchange has dominated backstage. This is great. Go boat. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Phil Johnson, Frankie might know his numbers, but he sweeps them under the rug when he disagrees with them personally like he did with Demolanta's accuracy on the rundown this week. Oh, wow. Mm, Strong statement. Uh, Wow. Hannah, the lost man, uh, FF and Bateman, uh, founding fathers, and Bateman won their matches in spectacular, thus Finstock keeping them. The argument that it's unfair is invalid. Finstock deserves to keep his champs, get ready for more losses. Finstock Exchange already won. Now it's just who's second place. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, Fire Penguin Disco Panda. That's my favorite name ever. Uh, oh. Talking about the lost man, Brandon Hanna.
1: When are we having him on backstage? Oh. Uh, that- yeah. yeah, next week. Next week. Brandon Hanna is coming in next week because the IG tournament is closer next week. So we're going to have him and Saul tomorrow on, I mean, sorry, next week on Schmodown Backstage for sure. We wanted to have Josh Coveto and Ace oh. today because the Star Wars tournament starts tomorrow. I think I'm being corrected here. 3 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, that's my fault. That's my fault. I no, should know. have known as
3: well. No one even sweated. Time is p.m. not a thing nowadays, guys. Come on. <laughs> now. I mean, seriously, what, what days time and days don't matter? <laughs> <laughs> 3 p.m. I was PT. the whole month. Yeah, <laughs> hey guys, 420 tomorrow, baby. Woo!
1: <laughs> Light it up, but yeah, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow on the Slowdown Twitch channel. And it's free for everybody, right? Uh Ben, people can chime yes, in and watch it, guys. It's, it's
3: absolutely free. It's just a link you click and you get to watch. If you want to make a Twitch account, it's just like making a YouTube account, it's an email and password, and then you can follow us and get notifications for when we go live. And now that we're an affiliate, if you want to support the Schmodown, if you want to support SEN, you can subscribe for five bucks a month. If you want to do that, you don't have to. We will be getting a lot of benefits for subscribers, like a Mm -hmm. separate discord. We've got emotes coming in there. And then also, um, if you have Amazon Prime, you can link your Twitch account with your Amazon Prime account and you get a free Twitch subscription for one month. It doesn't auto renew. There's no hidden fees. There's nothing like that. It's automatically free. And we get the same $5 we would get if it was a regular subscription. So yes, Yes. we're working on all this stuff, guys. We got our uh, affiliation yesterday. Thank you so much for that. We got a bunch of subs. So we've got all the people at Skybound working on emotes working on all that good stuff to make sure your money's going to be worth it. I promise.
1: No surprise. No surprise. There are great people over there at Skybound Entertainment yeah. for sure. And Thank you for all that information, Ben. I'm sure people are excited for this match. Now, let's take a look at this bracket. I don't know if you could bring it up, Ben. Yeah, give me one second. I'll bring it up for okay. you guys. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, let's name all the players. Molly Damon, Adam Witt, Joseph Scrimshaw, Andrew DiBalanta, Laura Kelly, Sean Sullivan, and Ken Knapsack versus... That playing game we've been talking about for the last 20 minutes, Andres Cabrera or Josh Coveto. This is interesting. Josh Coveto being the only Rock, you know, if if Josh is knocked out, the Rockstars do not have a player in this tournament, main tournament, uh, to get some points here after this, you know, and same thing for swag. So it's interesting that both of you are, could be knocked out here real early, uh, uh, Winston, um, uh, before you get to accrue any points.
2: I, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as an opportunity to earn more points. Nice. Uh, that's one nice. extra, that's one extra game that we get in order to go up and move up in the standing. So, uh, you know, it's you know, what half a dozen of one, uh, yeah. you know, six of another. So, okay. you know, it is what it is, you know?
1: All right. Well, let's look at this bracket here. Uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Winston. Ben, let's let you go first here. Cause I mean, Winston's kind of biased here with Josh Quevedo. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry with, uh, Cabrera with Ace. so let me hear what you think as you look at this tournament, what do you, you think it's going to shape up? It's hard to say
3: because I just don't know anything about Josh. Okay. But I will say, like, people are always bringing up Ace's uh, Inner to match. And I'll defend him in this way. Alex Damon has been the most dominant player of any league we've ever seen. He's been the longest champion we've ever seen. He he won his Inner to match. He didn't blow Emily out of the water. Right. So I will say that if you, if you, you can have a lot of Star Wars knowledge and not be the best inner Geekton player. So mm-hmm. I will say that, is that Ace could definitely surprise us. And what, what Winston is saying, Ace has talked to me about that, how bad he wants to redeem himself, because unfortunately that wasn't Ace kicking. And, you know, uh, I just, I think it was the same thing, you know, how I felt about 80s. Yeah, you mm-hmm. heard that, baby. What's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the PG show, okay? It's the PG show. Uh, <laughs> how I felt about the eighties questions. Like I feel like ACE probably does know Harry Potter. Maybe he just didn't know those Harry Potter questions yeah, and Rob Robert knows everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I'm excited to see this game for sure. I'm excited to see who Josh is as a player. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like this is a good, I feel like, you know, we always talk about when the lights come up, when the, you feel the heat, when you see the crowd, there's not going to be any of that. So this could really balance out, you know, you know, Molly, uh, especially with the, we all not to jump around, but uh, the, the Molly Damon match, you know, she struggled in Chicago because that's a big old rowdy crowd full of mm-hmm. fans and screaming people. This is at home. This
1: is in front of a computer. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's – okay, so you've got Ace possibly winning that one. And who do you have Ken, – if Ken takes on Ace, who do you got in that one?
3: I got Ken in that one. I Okay. People people are sweeping Ken under the rug. Uh, you know, like his promo is great. But I, I think Ken's just overall knowledge – just can't be underestimated in that match.
1: Okay. Laura, uh, Laura Kelly versus Sean Sullivan. Bring it down. What do you think? This is, uh beside, outside of uh Demolanta's
3: scrimshaw, this is the, the match I'm most looking forward to Uh, because I feel like Sean is super hungry. But Laura, like everyone's saying, she kept up with Damon all the way until she got one bad betting round question, and then it's the speed round. Damon's just uh, experienced in the speed round. He's a champ. He's had so many champs matches. He's going to be better at it. But Laura Kelly is no slouch whatsoever. She knows her stuff. She's not gonna be rusty because I know she's playing like in online tournaments and right. you know like kind of bar trivia, uh, tr- uh, Star Wars stuff. Jeez. But I got my boy Sean. I okay. like Sean at the drop uh, of I, a hat I, was on his way to the to the studio, turned around, got his notebook, came back and won. So okay. I know he's got it.
1: Okay. So you got Sean versus I, Ken.
2: I, I, so I guess this is the first time you guys on first hand okay so i guess the first time that i could speak up since obviously i'm very biased going uh, for everything yes go ahead, go ahead go i think bit. laura's got i think laura's got this i think laura's got this in the bag and i, I and that's no knock on sean because i did see his match and he he knows what he's doing but to come to have come that close to a belt and now to hear that rachel is out here helping all the ladies of schmod if rachel Cushing is helping put you to your next level. There's no reason that Laura and Molly even don't immediately come out of this this entire tournament and take it away from Alex. Now obviously Ace is gonna do that, but provided that for some reason, Ace, you know, gets, someone tries to food poison him like they did Jordan. And you know, so Laura has a chance without any obstacles. I think that she is the, the favorite to win this whole thing. Other than it, she's the second favorite. Yeah,
1: that's a great point you bring up. Never answer the door if five people are bringing you a pizza. Never answer the door (laughs) and never eat it for damn sure. (laughs) All right, let's go to the other side. Yeah, I've got Laura Kelly beating Sean as well. I feel like, Laura, it's her time. I had Laura against Damon. Uh, If you go back, you can find her tape. Uh, Yeah, I felt that she had a real shot. Taken Damon because that woman lives and breathes Star Wars. Uh, so to see to see her come so close, it's it was all about gameplay in that situation, and he had a little bit more experience than hers. But now you're back at your house, you're doing it virtual, you've got a little more of advantage and less drama, which you put up, which you said, Ben, absolutely true. Less drama on you, less pressure. Uh, yeah. Ken, I think, I think Ken does take this thing as well. So Ken and Laura in that semifinal, in my opinion, but don't, I wouldn't be surprised if Ace slides in there in an upset, would not be surprised. Uh, on on the other side molly damon versus adam witt and scrimshaw versus the the finstock exchange D i will remove myself from that one because you guys know who i'm gonna pick who do you guys have in these two matches uh go ahead winston
2: uh you said what witt and damon Day- and uh, uh, and scrimshaw, uh, yeah. and, scrimshaw De Melanta. De Melanta. Yeah. and then scrimshaw and uh i actually have to go while I would love to go against the exchange, I have to say Demolanta I think has that one. I think we're looking wow. at a Damon Demolanta uh, matchup wow. going into those uh, semis, uh, and I think that you know Molly. I think honestly, if I if I had to go all the way through, I go Molly Ace in the in the finals. But it, it, you know again you poison you someone tries to food poison ace then i'm thinking it's actually going to be kelly damon and the ladies are going to represent both sides of this bracket uh outside of aces
1: ultimate victory certainly possible what do you what do you think there ben
3: i don't think anyone's hungrier than andrew uh outside of sean on this like this is the match this is the first round match everyone is here to see because you have the the qualified almost champion Joseph has been there so many times, so True. close. True. He's the Charles Barkley of, of the Star Wars League. Wow! Uh, and I'm <laughs> Charles Barkley's a Hall of Famer. Like it's not a bad thing to be Charles Barkley. Yeah, no, I, guys, that, that, yes. No, I know that, that face, right? Uh, guys, I'm I'm
2: so sorry. We're having some technical difficulties okay. on the other side here. So since we're getting to to the end, Ben, can you can you hold it down? Yeah, for I the got rest you, buddy. All yeah. right.
1: Well, thank you, Winston. Okay, cool. Thank
2: you, guys. Everybody, to see you,
3: I'll let you a little
1: later. much love, man. Uh, all right, Ben, let's round this thing out. Um, this,
3: this, this whole tourney is almost like a whole pick'em tourney. Yeah, like if it really you told is. me literally anybody can win this, I would, I would agree with you. I yeah. would literally agree with you. Yeah. But I will go Andrew in this, as much as you know, he's one of my good friends. I don't want to see the exchange getting more points because we're so close to you guys. But like oh man i just i don't know and that's the thing that we found out is that if you know a lot about star wars it's different than playing star wars trivia and ken even said it in his promo you can be good at star wars and not know a lot about star wars that's very very true yeah but we're playing star wars trivia but either one i wouldn't be surprised but i will take demelanta in like the 5149 over here
1: Wow, good choice. Uh, I like Dimolanta too, only because you know we've seen Joseph go and 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 come close, of course. But of course, Joseph's also working on many many things at the yeah. same time, writing stuff. He's an incredibly funny guy. He's very busy. People want his work, so how much of that is possibly distracting him from studying? Of course, Force Center Pod. That's every week. You know, it's it, you know yeah. it's in his blood, Star Wars. So for him, maybe training isn't necessary. Like Ethan, sometimes people say Ethan just shows up and he knows what he knows, and it's enough to beat you because he knows more than anybody else it could be the same situation here but i know and i've seen my boy de melanta studying i've seen him uh get uh, get dialed in and focused and the questions he's answering he's even correcting the questions that other people have written to, ch- to that we have written in the exchange to challenge him so he is catching all of this stuff so i think we're going to have a barn burner i agree with you ben Fifty one forty nine. i do see D melanta yeah. taking this thing just by the hair of his chinny, chin, chin. But I think he needs it more than anybody else. And sometimes need and hunger can overcome. That's the thing.
3: Andrew knows that he's 0-2 and and his whole career could be on the line right now. I love the guy to death, but he is 0-2. So he might get shelled for a little bit if he loses.
1: Yeah. And
3: I... I think that's the difference. It's whoever
1: blinks first in this match. Yeah, and don't be surprised. I mean, Finstock dropped BC because he felt he couldn't get enough matches. And we kept BC, uh, but like, you know, we moved in and got Sabrina. So it wouldn't be, if Kimolata loses here, is Tom thinking, And look, I got to, this is, Hey, take a drink. This is backstage. I'll tell you the honest truth. Maybe Tom takes a you know starts to question the situation and looks for another player. We don't know. Um, Especially in this short year, you
3: can't yep. blame him though. When Absolutely. when matches are so few and far between, even more than we thought it was already a struggle to get 90 people a match. Yeah, uh, yeah. Out of town, flying people in and stuff. Now, with everything that's going on, it's even more difficult. So, yeah. now who you got? We can both speak on this one. Brother. Molly Damon <laughs> versus
1: Adam Witt. I mean, my heart tells me Molly Damon. My heart tells me Molly Damon versus Laura Kelly in the final. That's what my heart tells me. But. You know how these tournaments go, Ben. We have seen people get upset all the time. And that Chicago thing kind of makes people shaky about Molly. What version of Molly are we going to get? Uh, she's been helping uh, uh, Alex so much with IG. Is that distract? Has that distracted her from preparing fully for the Star Wars? We shall see. But Adam Witt, you talk about hunger. You talk about he's taking losses left and right, even though everybody thinks Adam Witt is incredibly knowledgeable about movies, especially about Star Wars. He took that loss against Sean Sullivan, if I remember correctly. So is this a situation where he's got the hunger to come back and upset Molly? Is this the upset of the tournament? Adam went over Molly Damon. I, I don't see it happening, but that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen because we've seen it so many times yeah. in the showdown.
3: Yeah, like you, I've seen Adam, you know, in the comments, like he's reading your guys just like, oh, easy win for Molly, easy W for Molly, yeah. Molly in the semis, Molly in the finals, Molly, 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 Molly. And he's just like, okay. Like yeah. he's just taking it and he's like, I'm going to play. And one Adam is one of the funniest guys. I was rewatching him and Sean's match oh when he God. takes the when he takes the the lieutenant stripes <laughs> and their gum and he puts it in like no one in studio noticed that. And I didn't even <laughs> notice until the rewatch. I was like, "God, that's so great." <laughs> and then on top of that, outside of his comedic chops, he pulled that tough five-pointer that yes. erupted the entire studio. True. So Very true. Now, Molly, I I get like she is. I I keep saying everyone's hungry. Everyone's hungry to win. But the fact that Molly got the offer from Roxy and said, "No, I'm not getting paired up with my husband. I'm going. I'm doing my own thing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make my own name." It's no like you're gonna have to separate Damon now. You're gonna have to say Molly or Alex. You can't just say Damon's a champ. You're gonna have to say Molly or Alex. And I respect the hell out of it. So again, this is this is pick 'em for me. Yeah. I just I. I am going to have to go Adam just because wow. of that five pointer. Wow. But again, like I swear I swear all these matches are like 51-49 for me. Yeah. I'll give Adam the slight edge. Okay. But right. like Molly is it's like this one is like 50.5 to 50 like 50.6 to 50.4. Like yeah. that's that's what this one is for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's that's exciting
3: math, but I don't forget quite- <laughs> I, told be, I was told there'd be no math. Don't question me on that.
1: <laughs> well, I think uh, Eric Frederick in the chat said you could tr- throw all these names in a hat and pull one out. And you would not be surprised uh, that that person won the tournament. You Absolutely might be, true. You, you wouldn't be. You might be surprised, but you you wouldn't be surprised in a way that oh wow, I didn't think they knew that much about Star Wars. No, no, you would just be surprised that that's the one that did it necessarily. So yeah, um, and and that's what's exciting about this match, and why I'm excited. I know the fans are excited. A because we're getting some real matches happening now. Uh, that we're not that are not exhibition. This is for real points and real uh you know bragging rights uh as a faction and in the Star Wars tournament. Uh but also it could catapult your faction to a better position than I where mean, it was at. Run. So this is this yeah. right here one one. You're right.
3: It's 12 points, let alone mm-hmm. you know you don't you automatically get like uh four points for a title match. So it's right. like this right here, like if Laura wins, uh the dungeon or the corruptions in second place.
1: Right, Right. Right there. Pretty incredible, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the stuff that's on, on tap here. So it's exciting all around, and uh, man, I can't wait to start. I mean, I wish it was starting right now after we were done with this show, right? I really want to watch this. This, is, this <laughs> is like the Super Bowl pregame you want to see, and then you get into the game, exactly. Exactly. Cue the Jets, cue the flyover right? jets. Let's get this game going, but and Ben, it, <laughs> uh, and this is going to be exciting. I see Sean Sullivan in the chat already going out with people respecting. He's given a lot of respect to Melanta too. So could that be the final Sean Sullivan versus DeMalanta? That would be interesting as well. So you never know. It's essentially a pick 'em, that, but that's, what's going to make it fun. That's the thing. Inner geekdom. I feel like there are definitely
3: favorites with, you know, Robert Parker, Mike Kalinowski, like, uh, those are, they've got the oh, yeah. play in games, but right. this one, like, like Eric Frederick said, you could pick a name of a hat and say, this person
1: won the star Wars tournament. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And for the IG, I think so too. I think IG is a little more predictable. This one, you really don't know what's going to happen, and that's what makes it yeah. a lot of fun. At least in the first rounds for the IG, but uh, this one, all the way around from first round on, you don't know what's going to happen. It's going to yeah. be fun. Uh, ben, thanks so much for holding down the fort for us here. Uh, all the stuff you do to make sure all the guests come in on time to I've make got sure. A few more two stream lives, left... John. Okay, Sorry, let's, to get yeah. it. let's get through Let's get through yeah, it. we only got three more. Uh, Schmoe I'm all, I'm, I'm
3: all in on the backstage rundown war. Me too. It's great drama. <laughs> it is. This is what's keeping us going with these <laughs> lack of matches, and I'm all about it. This is the last dance of uh, of the schmodown
1: Can uh, still- I say one thing? Shout out to Schmoway because Schmoway was the one who posted the point differential, and when he saw the point differential, I think that won us our case to switch stuff around in the quad. So shout out to Schmoway. Uh, ahead, I do ben, agree that uh, I'm glad that Emily and Barbarian are
3: no longer in the same quadrant yeah, like yeah. that. That should have been changed. I'm glad that yeah. got got changed. Phil Johnson, the Atlanta point matters because no other faction was anywhere close to getting a guaranteed extra point in a little match like the exchange was in a title match, not a little match. Sorry. Uh, they earned that based on the rules, but since they were going to get a guaranteed point, other managers were. Uh, Complain. Uh, yeah. It says we're, but, but um, it, yeah, I'm guessing complaining. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Bruce Leroy, for tomorrow, can you pause the stream and resume it where you paused it? The last time I tried that, the video went to the live portion, or can I start the match at, say, 4.30 and start from the beginning? I think, Bruce, you either got to be there when it starts... Or you have to wait till, uh, you know, it's going to be three to five. You got to wait till we're done. Then the VOD will play from the beginning. There Twitch, uh, Twitch. I don't think Twitch has a rewind button. I'm like 99% sure on that. So it's more of a live platform. Mm-hmm. But we will have the replays ready for you guys. But if you're coming late, you got to wait till the end, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: is that the last one? That's the last one, bud. Take okay. us out. All right. Well, thank you all so much for watching this live episode of Schmodown Backstage. It's always great when I get to slide in and host this thing and have all these great guests come on and talk about their factions, talk about their players, and talk about their strategy of how they're approaching their matches coming up and the moves they've made so they can be in position to possibly get to the number one spot and win this whole thing. Thanks to Ben Goddard. Thanks to Mark Draco. Thanks to Winston Marshall. Thanks to Ace Cabrera. Thanks to Sam Levine. And thanks to the Rundown boys, Frank and Brad. Remember, Schmodown Rundown every Saturday. Go and give them some love. And don't forget, tomorrow, 3 p.m. PT, 6 p.m. ET, Josh Coveto versus Ace Cabrera in the first, uh, the play-in game of the Star Wars tournament. All right. Until then, take care of yourself. Don't forget to like and subscribe and do all the things you need to do to give love to the Schmodown Backstage. And we'll talk to you next week with another brand-new live episode of Schmodown Backstage. Take care until then. Later, guys.